I've lived a good life. I've had a lot of love, happiness, happiness, smiling, telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day. If I went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful, they'd think I was sick. And, I, and I'm not that way. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and, they, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the, on the ground, that's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. That's not what I was. That's not what they died for. Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs. I'm the owner and creator of Subliminal Message Studios, and what I do here is expose the New World Order and fight the secret societies using historical knowledge and Christian values that I believe we should all hold dearly, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, on this segment, uh, I'm going to be focusing on a, a little bit more on uh, local news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're we're going to be focusing on a. Uh, we also have uh, President Biden's uh, most recent speech to get to. Um, he most recently signed an executive order for um, what he claims uh, what he what he claims to be uh, pro- the protection of uh, women's reproductive rights. Uh, I am telling you right now that's exact the exact opposite of why this push is going through. What we're learning uh, more and more is there is a sector within, at least in America. And it's something we need to address. But there is a certain sector within America and their ideologies within this sector all go towards sacrificing babies, cult-like behaviors, 
changing, manipulating laws to benefit them and what they believe in. Like, you know what I mean? It is a cult, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, this idea of, you know, killing babies and stuff like that or abortion, you know, it's not... Women women and men nowadays are getting so caught up on the whole brainwashing of women's rights. We're not really looking and taking a step back and never wondering, like, you know what I mean? What can we do? What kind of work would we be able to create if uh, we weren't getting so caught up on, you know, women's a woman's right to a, a abortion or, you know what I mean, protecting a woman's reproductive system? Lord have mercy. What about just protecting children? You know, um, uh, you could always, I always hear the uh, argument when people say, you know, um, what about, you know, why are you trying to force women to have children? Look at how many, uh, look at how many uh, um, uh, children there are in adoption and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you know what I mean? We could, we could all, we could all easily go there. You know what I mean? But what are you doing to get those children out of adoption? And what type of world are you creating? You know, if all you're worried about is, is your right, your right for, you know what I mean? That's, and that's all I hear is a lot, especially when it comes to Roe versus Wade. You know, and I could say the same thing about firearms, you know, your, uh, your right to carry, your right to abort. What, just what about education? What about the education in the matter? You know what I mean? I don't, I can, because I could give a, just like everyone else, man. You can, we can continue to give our opinions to everyone and, and and claim that this is fact all we want to, man. But if we're not educating people right next to us, like you know, what is education? What what actually happens during abortion? Are there other options? You know what I mean? And most women, they'll tell you, yeah, there's there's plenty of def different other options that you could do. Um, besides, you know what I mean, uh, besides, you know, possibly uh, getting pregnant, that's not to say it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen, you know what I mean, um, uh, we're, we're, we're going to cover uh, President uh, Biden's uh, speech when he was talking about um, uh, the new executive order that he's going to uh, implement, and, uh, you, you know, we're, we're going to get to that, guys. But we're also going to get to um, um, the ja the Japanese uh, prime minister being shot in the back of the head, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, probably during this first hour, I kind of wanted to keep it light, uh, cover the cover the local news, guys. Um, because I do I do want to mention what's going on, uh, what's going on in our in our local area. That's not to say. um uh, What's going on in different states isn't more important, but you know what I mean? Uh, knowing what's going on here in Omaha, Nebraska is just as important. I'm not going to really be political or anything like that. This is just kind of more or less just what's going on here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. So uh, the, one of the first articles I, I thought was very interesting is uh, this is an article on how it reads. How leftover fireworks, Omaha police collecting, collecting them at next gun MUC day. Man, I swear, uh, you know... Uh, it's ideology, you know, it's ideology that we keep on uh, pushing to people. And then and then we wonder, you know what I mean, why we have these why we have these crazy, crazy, mentally unstable people that are going into schools and going into and, and shooting at parades and shooting, you know, downtown from uh, Las Vegas uh, hotels and stuff like that. You know, we we're wondering why this stuff happens. And we're so quick to blame the firearm. And I understand why that is, you know what I mean? But we're. If if we are really really going to try to get down to uh, the the, the nitty gritty when it comes to um, 
firearms and uh, you know your right to carry one uh, what uh, laws should be implemented um, what restrictions should be implemented after those laws um, what uh, classes you'll have to take all, all this other things you know a lot of this stuff if a lot of this stuff could be avoided all these classes could be avoided if we started educating uh, the youth on what firearms actually do and we actually started educating them at a very young age. And I don't mean indoctrinating them about the horrifics of the firearm. That's just going to draw that child more to the firearm as he gets older. Because what do we know about the uh, basic, like basic instincts of a human being? If you tell that person no, they are going to look at you with a middle finger and say yes. Even if they're scared shitless, you scared crapless of you. Just wait until they walk off. You know, and then and then they go to do whatever, man. Like it's it's if we start, what I mean by education, um, especially with firearms, and I've been and I've been harping on this a, a lot, ladies and gentlemen, because I honestly do believe this this will help. I, what I mean by education is if when a child is uh, of age, I, I, I'll leave it up to the parent of whatever that parent thinks that of age. You know, I'm not going to argue with that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean education of teaching that child. This is the uh, 22 caliber. This is what the town at 22 caliber uh, does. You know what I mean? You probably have to go get a 22 bullet, uh, your bullet, or get a 22 rifle to show that child what a 22 does, and then move on. You know, this is what a 40. This is what a 45 does. This is the type of different ballistics that these bullets do, and then these are the type of firearms. And then uh, uh, this is when you should use your firearm. This is when you should not use your firearm. You know what I mean? It's educating that our children from a very young age will give them more of a uh, will give them more of a a respect for that gun. You know what I mean? And um, if we continue to allow our children to be educated through video games, uh, YouTube. Or people that are just clearly uneducated about firearms. Like, we have a president. We have a president. And I know you guys all remember that video. We have a president that literally tried to... That, that said a twenty two will get lodged in a lung, but a 9mm will blow the whole lung out. That's the type of scary, stupid uneducation that I'm talking about. So now, to the youth, when they're hearing that, Obviously, what what are they gonna do? Oh, oh a nine millimeter will blow it out, but a twenty two will just get lodged in the lodged in the lung. It's gonna get, go either one or two ways. That that uh, young younger um, uh, male or female is gonna go and opt in for a nine millimeter, thinking it's gonna blow the lung out or blow an arm out. And then they, if they do choose to shoot somebody, they're gonna learn. Oh shit, that bullet, excuse my language, but oh crap, that bullet literally just pierced to that person and he's still or he or she is still running at me. And at a 22 by the way, a 22 will go inside the body and it won't get lodged anywhere. It will bounce around like Donkey Kong inside your entire body, ladies and gentlemen. So that's the type of uneducation that I'm I'm literally talking about, guys. And um and like I said, like I'm not I'm not, um, uh, uh, this isn't a sly against, you know what I mean, anyone that just plain out straight up just doesn't they like firearms. That's, that's exactly, um, I, I think, I think if you ask my opinion in that, I think that's because you've been indoctrinated all throughout your youth and the only time you've had actual education on a firearm is when it comes to the, you know, your rap video, that's the first time you saw someone with a firearm and 
unfortunately, that person was a very, very bad role model. You know what I mean? And that's all we're leaving our kids up to, you know, see is very bad role models with firearms, guys. You know what I mean? And uh, that's 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 it's it's not it's not it's not rocket science. Uh, at least to me, it's not. You know what I mean? So I, I honestly think education this this will curb a lot of and I and I mean like education. I'm not I'm not being political. This is not a political thing. I just mean education and what these firearms do, what they're capable of, when you need to use them, when you shouldn't use them. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and I'm going to leave it up to you. And, and and obviously I'll leave it up to the parent of when they think they're going to have to use them against somebody. You know what I mean? I'll leave that all up to you but if you may if you give a if you make a child more more respectful of a product or more respectful of a, a, a tool then they naturally will naturally will gain more respect for that tool and know more about it all throughout the years as they're growing up so when they see somebody bad with the tools with a weapon with a firearm whatever you want to call it they're going to know the difference between a bad person with a gun and a good person with a gun because they have seen you, seen their parent, and their parents educated them about, about that firearm, man. And um, that's I just wanted to go off on that short little tangent. I do apologize, guys. I'm, I'm going to get back on point. So, uh, like I said, following the 4th of July of holiday, Omaha Police wants to help make sure undetonated fireworks are disposed of properly you know um uh, listen i'm gonna give a quick shout out uh this is hashtag especially to you uh omaha police department all those accidents that happen throughout the weekend uh we need to have a serious talk with the firework company or the chinese companies that made these fireworks because they were rigged to explode okay i am not a freaking expert with uh, uh you know uh, firearms or uh, guns Wow, I'm really, really good with firearms and guns. I'm not an expert on the uh, explosives. Uh, I'm very sorry. I'm not an expert in the explosives, like bombs or any of that stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I've been lighting off fireworks my fireworks my entire life, and I mean in the detail. I I was lighting off fireworks like I was one of those kids as growing up. Like I would literally hide fireworks. Just like to wait until two weeks after, like you know, the Fourth of July was all done with and stuff like that. I'd be the only kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. I was a little pyro, but it, it, anyways, um, I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have said that on air. Huh? I, it's you know what the truth needs. The, the truth needs to be said. It, it really does, man. And, I'm, and I know there's a lot of other people that share that sentiment. You know, they just love fireworks. That's how I was growing up. And what I do know for a fact that these fireworks this Fourth of July were rigged to freaking explode, man. I mean, I even I had a situation where um, I, I you know I, I lit a I lit a firework, man, and the the whatever powder I, either they hyped up the powder or something like that, but blew it on the side and. We all, you know, started down dancing, you know what I mean? Dancing around like freaking cowboys, you know what I'm saying, man? And I know for a fact it had nothing to do with uh, uh, be, uh, any of us being unsafe because a lot of us were not really uh, drinkers and the drinkers that do drink, they don't touch the fireworks, you know what I'm saying? They leave it up to the people that are sober and the people that know not to bring fireworks as you're like, I watched, I don't know how many videos of people lighting off fireworks over the 4th of July. Uh, one Pacific video was of this uh, family. They're on the um, 
they're all in the driveway, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen this video. They're all in the driveway. Now, uh, a, a man lights a firework, and but you can see there's a crap load of fireworks right next to where they're lighting the fireworks off of. And, you know, one, one, uh, one firework that has a little too much powder in it, and then that, you know, that flame goes into... Don't, like, you know what I mean? It's common sense. Like, this... This is one of the problems, and I, I guess that's why I'm harping on the Omaha Police Department right now, doing this stuff like that. You're not helping, you know what I mean, running these campaigns of if you see a firearm, call, you know what I mean, call the cops. If you see something, say something. You're That that literally drives the whole, that drives the city of Omaha, the, the citizens of Nebraska, to be more fearful because now they're, not only are they paranoid about their neighbor, now when they get in the car, they're going to be paranoid about someone carrying a firearm, about someone always trying to kill them and now they're even 10 times paranoid because now they're getting pulled over and the first thing they're thinking is this cop is going to kill them because this cop obviously is trained to think firearms are everywhere you know this this i, I don't the psychological programming to me is it's not this is this is uh, i guess this is why i probably don't i have uh being able to really get along with that many people but to me this is this is honestly common sense like it's just like when you when you give a, a baby a piece of candy, and then you laugh at the baby and smile at him. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you take the candy away from the fucking baby, and then the baby starts throwing a fit, and you get mad at the baby for throwing a fit. Why would you give the baby candy and not allow the baby to actually eat the candy, man? Like that's that's the type of common sense that's at least grounded to me. But um. Uh, it goes on and says, uh, citizens may drop off fireworks and guns. No questions asked. Wednesday's release from OPD state, uh, states, OPD, Omaha Police Department will collect both during its next amnesty event planned for 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturday, August, 8, uh, August 6th at two locations. So um, if you're a criminal and you're that stupid, you can go to their amnesty day and drop off your uh, firearm that just killed, you know, uh, that just shot at and killed probably someone down north. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, like the, now the Omaha Police Department is stating, uh, no questions asked. They're lying. <laughs> They're lying. They're lying so hard that you will get convicted if you show up there with a, a, a legal firearm, or at least in the law's eyes, an illegal firearm, right? Because everything, a firearm is basically just illegal in uh, today's law until you're proven for it not to be illegal. But um, I guarantee if you go there with, you know what I mean, attention, like, hey, guys, um, I, I have this machine gun that my grandpa passed down for me. From uh, you know, from the uh, war, World War Two, right? I've kept it because it's very antique. It's very, very important to me. Um, but you know, like I have, uh, I have too much going on. I'm moving too much. My job calls for me to literally hop on plane after plane after plane, or my job calls for me to go in vehicle and drive around everywhere. You know what I mean? And this is just, I just, I don't want to leave it at my house. I don't. Want, I would hate for someone to have to steal it, and I just, I don't want, I don't want to sell it. So I'd rather just, you know, hand it down. And you show up there with that machine gun that's from World War Two. How much you want to, how much you want to bet that the police aren't going to be like, hey, come over here, let's have a talk with you real quick. Come on, come on. So where'd you get that thing? That's really, really cool. And then you have like twenty other officers behind you, all arresting you. So like, this is. You know, I mean, whatever. You know what I mean? If if uh, I, I really, really, really hope, really, really hope that we we get the police to stop uh, driving these uh, um, uh, 
these political uh, and brainwashing games toward the public because it's not killing anyone but the public and it's not doing anything but mobilizing the public to be more against the, the police department. You know what I mean? Those it's the same. It's because it, it's the same type of formality. It's the same type of psychology as you know what I mean. Um, as if you tell someone no, don't do this. That's the first thing they're gonna do. Is oh yeah, we're gonna do it. And, and like I said, even if they're scared of you, even no matter how scared of you, it's basic human instinct. As soon as you turn around, it doesn't matter if there's a camera there. Why do you think criminals are more brazen? Just just turn around. They just. He's gone, huh? Alright. You want to smoke this meth next to the children's hospital? Let's do it. Like, you know, man, like, you know, get... Uh, you know, whatever, man. Uh, but uh, let's, let's get to some more um, uh, Omaha lo uh, local news, guys. So that uh, missing inmate, uh, the one that looked like Freddy Cougar, um, I'm going to make sure I try to post this picture to the freaking, uh, to what you're seeing on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. So the guy that looked like Freddy Cougar is back in a placement. Um, that's one inmate that was missing. Uh, another inmate uh, that was missing since March, uh, he's back in custody. Uh, the let me get to the, let me get to this. Uh, I believe there's another thing I wanted to get to. Um, the Omaha police officer that was disciplined for his actions uh, that uh, stomped on the woman's um, foot because she was re resisting arrest. And um, if you're a police officer, until you get stabbed, shot, or killed. You can't use a uh, force, you know, and, and, and it hurts, <laughs> which is a double edged sword against the police, because either way they're losing, you know, <laughs> the, you know, either way they're losing. If they use force, they're racist. And then they still have to drive it to the people that they're horrible for owning firearms and, oh, you know, free amnesty day. But if you show up there with good intentions, to actually get rid of some of the firearms that you may just not want anymore. And, you know what I mean? Oh, hey, you know. Amnesty Day, my ass. We lied. Get over here. You know what I mean. So um, let me uh, let me cover this uh, back to covering this um, uh, Omaha police officer that was um, uh, disciplined for his actions. Now there was a a video that went out kind of virally, I, I guess. You know what I mean, which just showed a police officer telling this woman, "Dude, get in the car, and or get in the you know get in the car." And you know this woman was did not want to get in the car, so you know, you know, stopped on her foot. I bet she got in the car then, you know, am, am I, okay. So am I, am I, and let me be frank on this. Am I, uh, uh, for that type of aggressive aggressiveness for, from the police? No. And if you think I know nothing about police aggressiveness, you know, nothing about me and what I've been through. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you have no idea the type of horrors, the type of, uh, bullets that have been put into me and the type of characters I've been around all throughout my years of growing up. There's a reason why I'm so good at doing this. Believe me. Um, but getting to some more uh, local news, um, more fires that are going on. Um, that's right. Crews respond to, um, Omaha, uh, to Omaha apartment fire Thursday. A fire in Omaha caused more than $12,000 in damage to an apartment building Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, because because these fires are just becoming, becoming more frank. I shit you not, guys. I can go on Omaha Scanner and literally just look through the amount of fires that are happening almost every day, it seems like. You know, um, uh, just uh, a couple days ago, there was a fire where uh, the, uh, somehow a fire got started outside of a garage. Fire departments had to go there. Another day, another house got caught on fire. Another day, a building got caught. I mean, it's, it's it's constantly. 
things are literally just constantly being burnt up here in the Omaha, Nebraska area. And, and the same goes with missing inmates. And no one's putting two and two together right now. And, I, and I've, I've been harping on this for a very, very long time, the fact that the, um, because of the cult-like behavior and the cult-like religion that is going around, they're infiltrating our police unions hardcore. This is I had, I had someone uh, ask me um, uh, of a tweet that I put up, and they asked me what's going on uh, behind the scenes with the police. Well, I'm going to give you the gist of the certain things I don't talk about uh, on air. Uh, that's not because I'm scared. But it's it's a, it's more or less a sign of honor and loyalty to certain people that I um, I do respect. But I'm going to give you the gist of it. Um, uh, so the LGBTQ or the Black Lives Matter behavior or that mentality has been infiltrated. That mindset is being infiltrated, and those type of indoctrinations are being um, are being instituted in our prison systems and into our police unions. So a lot of a lot of a lot of head people in the police unions are being either forced even if they don't agree with it, but they're being forced to start different type of malice training in the police systems, meaning they're actually teaching them like critical race theory. So they're literally indoctrinating our police right now to go after uh, and if you think you're a, a democrat and you're safe, you're not safe. This goes, the sword cuts both ways. And the same goes with our uh, prison systems. Why do you think almost every um, almost every story, especially right here in Omaha, we've had like fucking eight, like eight stories within the last two months of inmates walking out of, of, of correction facility uh, people, sleeping with the inmates, of correction facility uh, people uh, quitting because of the group mentality that's going on and the drugs that are being freely reigned all throughout uh, all throughout the uh, jails, right? Even right here in Douglas County, you know, it's it's literally and it's becoming and it's not because of uh, uh, um, uh, uh, there's not enough money being thrown at these institutions. It's literally the human mentality, you know. Like there's that one situation where we had a. Uh, um, we had a, um, a, a police officer that went to a prison, got her, uh, got her uh, a lover or whatever the hell uh, she uh, he was to her, got her out of prison, and they uh, shortly ended up getting into her. She killed herself. Um, they were on the run for uh, a while, and you know the law, you know the law caught up to them. Um, I believe they were trying to get out of the country, but you know couldn't get there. Now the dude, he went back to prison, but she died. She went out. Um, I respect her. More than I respect him, because at least she went out into some. And she was actually about it, you know. She didn't engage the police in a firefight because, I, whatever opinion or whatever that opinion was, I, I can give my own opinion. Maybe she just, you know, she respected the people and didn't want to engage the people that she worked with for so many years. But she took her own life. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but this is the type of uh, cult behavior that's being instituted into our prison systems. So more and more inmates are just. Walking out because the uh, because the COs in these jail cells are completely they're they're pro LGBTQ they're pro Black Lives Matter they're pro oh my God these poor inmates don't belong you know don't belong to be in here you know what I mean and it's and it's and it's crap it's absolutely crap you know it's it's uh it's it is ladies and gentlemen but uh, let me get let me get to some more um, uh, local news guys. And uh, this is a somewhat fresh. Um, so this is on Omaha Scanner. A 19-year-old male was run over by a lawnmower 
he is bleeding quite profusely, and uh, there is a bone exposure to the foot. Now, Bunnington Rescue is en route, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's see what else we got. Here's another, here's another caller of um, uh, multiple callers reporting visible flames in the building, and people are trapped, attempting to break window. This is going on 107th and Old Maple Road. This was, ah, this was uh, just yesterday, uh, 21 hours ago. Let's see what else we got here. I'm uh, scrolling through. Here's another. Here's another one. A video was caught of this uh, man that was running from the police, but he was running through a school zone, and it was during that time too. So he didn't care, you know. And I guarantee if and I guarantee if this was if this if he hit any children, and you know what I mean, and and, and killed someone, you know what I mean. You know uh, the the race, you know the race included. If he was white, oh my God, this would have been went all over, you know what I mean, all over mainstream media. But if he was black, it'd have been like, ah, oh, poor black man, he was just running from the cops, running over little children and stuff like that. Kind of like the protesters got in front of uh, got in front of that uh, old lady, dragged her out of the car out in Washington D.C. just a few days ago and beat the living shit out of her because she's old and white. Let's see what else we got. Oh, here we go. A security advising a black male in a Hawaiian shirt showed a pistol inside a store. Inside a store, suspect was with a heavy set female in a pink shirt. Oh God! So it's basically a trashy person with a fat black or a fat white bitch. I'm sorry for my language. Uh, this isn't. I'm sorry that behooves me from uh, saying that. Well, here's another fire. Um, uh, fire investigators released findings from 4th of July house fire in southwest Omaha. The cause of the fire was determined to be an accident due to a careless disposal of wood chips from a propane smoker grill. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Well, what about these other freaking fires that are going on? Well, that's one. That's one fire that's been solved. It was uh, caused by wood chips. You know what I'm saying? That's That's... That makes a, uh, holy crap, a uh, big old tree down on 41st and 11th. Multiple callers reporting power lines uh, down. Uh, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is getting kind of weak now. I'm going to get off Omaha Scanner and let's see what else we got here in Omaha, Nebraska, guys. So, uh... Several Omaha streets will be restricted for repairs. Um, this is around South 72nd Street, uh, beginning Friday. Uh, south at Jones Street for water remain pair. This is the kind of stuff I even like reporting on. But I mean, I've been told that I need to uh, uh, do better at reporting on the local news. So, you know, what else can I do? Nebraska Supreme Court upholds. Cheadle's murder conviction. A former college football player convicted of killing a former Peru State Cheeler had his conviction upheld. Oh yeah, because because you know what I mean. If if you're if he was if this was a black man, you know what I mean. Oh well, man. I mean, let's make sure we get this poor black man out. Now drones have uh, have um, drones are in the sky, ladies and gentlemen. I also did want to cover this, guys, and because it, it's something that I don't want to say it went unnoticed. 
But to me, it, it, to me, it definitely went un, uh, unnoticed, guys. So the Nebraska State Patrol is introducing uh, the drone program, guys. And this drone program is going to help in um, fires and wildfires. It's going to help in um, crashes. Uh, NSP's drone program launched a year ago. In its first year, drone operators have investigated 98 crashes. Using the drone has reduced the average time of road closure for a crash investigation from 2.5 hours to less than an hour. Completing investigations more quickly limits the time motorists must detour around a crash scene. It also enhances public safety by decreasing the likelihood of a secondary crash. Uh, that I gotta call bullshit on. Um, drones have actually they don't they don't they don't help with that. That's just that uh, that terminology is malfeasance. It's it's something that they're just saying to where it's you like I can't like me personally you like me personally and they personally they can't prove that that statement is correct. There's no statistics in it, but they can say it and call it and you know call it true in their eyes because. First of all, in a way, it is true. Drones, uh, um, drones will enhance the public safety, um, but that's also if the drone even makes it back to the operator. There's a lot of different variables in that situation. If that drone goes overhead and uh, gets taken away by the, uh, it's taken away by the wind, which a lot of drones, unless they're like two, three thousand dollar drones, which I'm sure a lot of their drones are. Um, I'm hearing uh, some of their drones are for. 2.5 hours uh, in the air, ladies and gentlemen. So, just to give you a perspective, I am a drone operator, guys. Um, I actually have a, a, a like a, a little license and stuff like that. But I'm I'm going to give you just some uh, a little perspective. When you're flying a drone and you have a drone up in the sky that's like over even over 50 feet, uh, um, which is very very high. People don't understand how high 50 feet up uh, 50 feet is until they like actually put something 50 feet in the sky and they're like, holy crap! Um, but even five minutes with a drone up 50 feet feels, if you're a first-time operator or if you're just now beginning uh, into it, it feels like that's forever. So uh, a battery that can uh, hold a charge for 2.5 hours with a drone, that those drones are definitely made to um, resist uh, high winds. Um, they're made to resist... I can only imagine what other stuff. Um, uh, but if electricity hits it, I'm sure it's screwed. Um, uh, but I, I I want I wanted to get to this because I, I honestly say, I, I want to say that I want to say that they're going to start pushing this drone program over to different civil matters because they can do that as well. Um, our drone program and the troopers who served as pilots have been tremendous assets over the past uh, over the last year," said Colonel John Boldick, superintendent of the Nebraska State Patrol. This uh, this innovative is another example of how troopers and professional staff are constantly looking for new ways to serve the public. As we grow the program by training more troopers as drone pilots, we're excited to see the heights it can reach as part of our continued mission to keep Nebraska safe. Hey, uh, um, okay, so I've been flying drones for probably longer than some of your Nebraska State troopers have been, and that is not including... The actual planes that they flew—that's not—that's not right. You can't hold me. I'm talking about just drones. You can't hold me up to that accountability. That's not right. You can't. Why would you do that? You know what I mean? I, I've never—I've never flown in, in a jet. Okay, they had pilot's license, like actual pilot's license. Okay, I, I just stuck with a drone operator's license. But what I will guarantee is I've been flying them for ever since. I, I, for God knows how long now. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, you know, I, I might have to get on that, man. But maybe there's something that I can show your drone operators over at the Nebraska State Patrol. You never know. 
I'm, I'm just saying. But then again, I don't want to come there and have it be like amnesty day where I come there with my drone and they're like, oh, no questions. And I come there and, hey, yeah, I just wanted to – it's an old drone. You know what I mean? Uh, I just want to throw it away. What do you mean it's an old drone? And then they look at it and they're like, oh, so this is one of those drones that uh, you were supposed to uh, throw away a long time ago that's not FDA uh, approved or that's not NCA approved or whatever the hell the terminology is. And then uh, off the off, you know, I'm clapping them in irons, folks, and off the you know off the jail I go. You know what I'm saying? I'm not down for that, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm saying, guys. So, um, uh, moving on to some, uh, uh, moving on into some, uh, um, our I shouldn't say in or out of local news, guys. That's not to say I don't have anything else to get to. Um, just real quick, the um, um, this is one of the open statements by uh, one of our senators, as far as the Democratic Party goes. This is a, a statement coming out of Pan, uh, Patty Pansy Brooks, and I've, I've asked her to switch sides before. I've called her out on Twitter. I honestly think that Patty switching sides over to the uh, over to the Republican Party, um, whether she's still jaded of what of what happened back in the 1990s or something like that with the Republican Party here in the state of Nebraska, I don't know if that is the case, um, but I honestly believe that she would be a way better asset to the people. Uh, in the state of Nebraska and the Republican Party because she can go on there and fight the hell out of the rhinos and she knows exactly who they are. She can identify them. She knows exactly who they are. But she's stuck on the whole new the whole new trend, which is why she's losing votes. If you look at her voting polls, Patty Pansy Brooks, the more she pushes on this uh, LGBTQ bullshit on the Black Lives Matter, on the on the um, racial equity or the, you know what I mean, or, you know, all, all this other stuff are standing up for reproductive anatomy. You know what I mean? This These terminologies are literally just hurting your votes because... The younger generation meets you, Patty, and they, they see what you're talking about, and then they see your pictures, and they're like, man, she doesn't give a crap about any of this stuff. She's just saying it. And the young, they pick up on this stuff. The young aren't stupid. They know they know when someone's telling them the truth. That's why one of the reasons why I'm so affected is because people, when they see my face, when they listen to me on audio or on video, when they see my face and they see the conviction of my eyes, I don't need to lie about any of this stuff. And that's the difference between me and a lot of the other Democrats and these lot, a lot of the other rhino Republicans that are operating in the state of Nebraska. I don't need to lie about any of this stuff. If it's a Republican and they're being a rhino, I'm going to call you out for it. I would never, and, and by the way, I would never run for political office. But that's one of the reasons why we have been continuously banned, why we have been continuously attacked. Like, we've been banned six times. I've been banned six times since I've started this show, for crying out loud. When I first started, uh, when I first started Subliminal Nessa Studios, I, I made a Facebook page, and I started doing um, I started doing my own articles on my Facebook page. And then it took off into me doing audio, and right, it's maybe within the first, like, month, banned. I had, a, I, had a, I had a re I had a come I had to sit there and email back and forth with YouTube and Anchor and explain to them what I'm doing and then lo and behold I get on YouTube and I think everything's going I'm putting money into it and I'm actually starting to gain I'm actually starting to make you know make some money off of YouTube banned you know what I mean all that's taken away get on Rumble banned I mean it's happening constantly but if if you're wondering, uh, Patty, if you're wondering why you continue to lose votes, it's because of shit like this. So this is this is a tweet that she just put out of two hours ago. I'm working to bring a new era of leadership to Nebraska with this coming election. From taking a stand to our reproductive anatomy to enacting protections for our LGBTQ neighbors, I'll be a voice for all Nebraskas in Congress. Okay, first of all, 
not everyone in Nebraska likes the LGBTQ cult-like program that you're trying to push. Not everyone in Nebraska thinks reproductive anatomy means you should kill babies out of the womb, means you should kill babies whenever you want to, means you should kill babies at any time of the day. Like a lot of these, a lot, you know what it drives, you know what grinds my gears uh, use, and I'm going to try to use my Anthony Fauci voice, but you know what really grinds my gears is every single time we have these, we have these, you know, and it, same thing with, you know, the, the freaking, uh, the, the guys are over here talking about, you know, women's rights and stuff like that. Every single time they talk about reproductive anatomy and, you know, and women's right to abort and women's and, and protecting women's rights and all this they never actually go into any type of regulation. Like when you ask them, hey, you know, okay, I'm for abortion, right? I'm for it. I'm all for it. It's women's right to abort a baby. Hey, um, you know, when should we, you know, cut off the, you know, cut off the time when we say, you know, women, you know, men, you know they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be able to abort that baby. And if you ask them, they're so hyped up about it, they immediately go to, oh, I mean, at least at nine months, I think. Nine months is a good time. Nine months, that's how far, like, that's how far down we are going right now. If nine months is a good time, then what makes you think that we should, what makes you think, Patty, or any other Democrat, or anybody that believes in this bull crap, what makes you think that there should be regulations and time limits when it comes to attaining a firearm? And, and and what's what's the difference? Okay, both both abortion and firearms can kill somebody. Someone's dying. Okay, it doesn't matter. I don't want to hear the oh well, guns kill people. That's that's older though. All right, you know I don't care. It's nine months. Something is dying. I'm not going to political uh, politicize this uh, for anybody. I'm not going to go on the left side or the right side. Something is dying. And let's say you believe in three months. Okay. Something is dying. Either way, something is dying. I, it's a simple question. I'm I'm not politicizing this at all. I'm trying my hardest not to. Um, I I've never and, and by the way, if anyone if anyone's wondering, uh, you know, if I've ever given my opinion when it comes to you know the women's uh, reproductive anatomy and uh, women's right to abort and all this shit like that. Um, excuse my language. To be honest, I, I've I uh, me personally. No, I do not think women should be out here believing that it's their right to kill babies. No, I think if anything, we should make it illegal all across the board nowadays because we've driven a culture to actually love killing babies. Like we've driven a culture of 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 parents to be completely to completely distinct and uh, com to be completely distinct from all accountability of their actions, like all accountability of their actions. Go out, get drunk, party, you know what I mean? Every single day, drive around every single where, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if every single day someone's getting into a wreck. A 14-year-old just died, like, was it last month? And then, and then like, and it continues all throughout this month when people get into horrible crashes. Alcohol is involved, you know what I mean? Like, it's something, common sense has to give in in some type in, 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 this, in this life, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. But if you ask, yeah, if you ask my um, opinion when it comes to Roe versus Wade, I would ban it all the way straight through. Not because I don't, I don't care about women's right to abort, women's rights to this. No, no, no. Don't, don't give me all that, guys. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. I am worried about the culture that we are creating 
out of Roe versus Wade. And not to mention, not to mention um, uh, the money that the scientists are making off of each time the women go in there and abort their children. You know what I mean? That that right there is something that I, I've continuously told women about. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you're right to abort, fine. But I know I know for a fact you like money. Don't you at least want to start, don't you at least want to take this time like while Roe versus Wade is such a hot topic in America, you don't you at least want to take this time to get some money out of it? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna, if like maybe like get some incentive, like something. You know what I mean? Other than you just going to a hospital, aborting that baby, and then that hospital takes those fetuses out to the United Kingdom and they make millions and millions of dollars off these babies through gain of functions and different type of genetic research. Like I mean, I, I don't know, like. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. It's not like, you know, I mean, it's this is another thing where it's just like, I mean, it's common sense to me. But, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I want to get to uh, um, the uh, broadcast where uh, President Biden is speaking about uh, his executive order that he's going to put on when it comes to um, uh, protecting women's uh, safeguarding access to abortion and conception, ladies and gentlemen. So um, I'm going to go to this now. Let's uh, roll to it. Let me get set up. And here we go. Before I uh, speak to the Supreme Court extreme decision over Georgia Grove, I want to comment on one piece of good news, economic good news today. Oh. Today, the Labor Department reported that we've added 372,000 jobs last month. Woo! 372,000. Here's why it's important. Our private sector has now recovered all of the jobs lost during the pandemic and added jobs on top of it. Okay, I just want to stop. I'm just going to stop this real quick. Why is it every single time, uh, President, and I, I swear I'm not the only one that's, like, you know, realizing this, but why is it every single time uh, Biden, like, you know, says he's doing something good, he always has to, like, stop and be like, okay, so let me explain why this is good. If... <laughs> You know, like if every single time you're doing something good, you have to explain what you're doing that's good. I don't think it's really, really good for the American people. But I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, let's continue on. We have more Americans working today in the private sector than any day under my predecessor. More today than any time in American history. Today. In the second quarter of this year, we've created more jobs any quarter under any of my predecessors in nearly 40 years before the pandemic. Think about that. At a time when our critics said the economy was too weak or having already added more jobs, to my, we had already added more jobs my first year as president of any president in history, we still added more jobs in the past three months than any administration in nearly 40 years. Now look, I know time All is right. tough. Uh, hold on. All right. So let's break that down again. All right. So uh, President Biden is claiming that he's doing such a wonderful job and any and, and adding these um, um, job laborers to the market is going to help the American people without a shadow of a doubt. So let's go to see. Let's see what the Fed is saying about um, uh, seeing about the um, uh, the new jobs that are being produced to the market. Let's see. Let's see what they have to say. Right. Because after all, you know, the Fed's, you know, they kind of control the the money, you know, the monetary funds. So, you know, maybe we should see what they're saying about uh, President Biden's most recent um, uh, accusations and him and him saying, "I did something good." But let me explain. Don't miss me on the thousand jobs. Okay. Uh, 
created. Uh, but remember, employment is a lagging economic indicator. Oh. In this particular weird business cycle, it's going to lag even more because we have a huge number of job openings and that is still causing employment growth to be strong, even though final demand is weakening here. Uh, you know, the, the Atlanta Fed right now is running at a negative... Well, that's not working out, is it? Our numbers are stronger than that. We think we could still eke out a positive number. But overall, very little GDP growth in the first half of the year. Lots of job growth. And what the Federal Reserve should recognize here is it's going to slow down. It will slow down later on this year. It's important not to be too aggressive right now because uh, if you raise rates a lot right now, you could have a real problem at the end of the year going into 2023. Well, you say that's what the Fed should recognize. We obviously just heard from President Bostic. He's now at 75 basis points, it feels like, for... Uh, a couple of weeks. Well, that's what the Fed should recognize, uh, but um, with um, you know, with uh, President Biden lying to everyone, you know what I mean? They have no idea what is what is actually going on in this world. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I, I mean, honestly, you know what I mean. So, I, I, let's let's get back to. It. I also want to play one more clip uh, from uh, President Sleepy uh, Sleepy Poopy. Let me make sure I find it here. The correct clip, I should say. And uh, this is so. This is when he talk when he when he's talk, he's talking about women's right to uh, women's uh, right. And President Biden, I, I'm and apparently President Biden, he spoke for all women. Okay, he spoke for all women. And if you think I'm lying about that, I'm not lying. Okay, I'm not lying at all. Here, let's listen in. Let's listen to President Biden speak for all women in America. It's the majority rights, and I quote: "Women, it's a quote from the majority." Women are not without electoral pre-partisan decision and even have the right to vote. The court now, now, practically dares the women of America to go to the ballot box and restore the very rights they've just taken away. One of the most extraordinary parts of the decision, in my view, is the majority rights, and I quote, women, it's a quote now, I'm looking at the majority. Uh -huh. Women are not without electoral or political power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast the ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or, or political power. That's what they were saying. You, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. I don't think the court... So, is, are are you urging women to are to literally to literally pack the Supreme Court? Are you using women to vote Democrat just because you want to kill babies? The Biden administration, as honestly, just spoke. If I'm not mistaken, he just spoke for all women in America. So apparently all women in America need to go out there and vote Democrat, not because, you know, the Democrats have their best options in mind. You know what I mean? Um, not because the Democrats uh, were the ones that actually put this inflation in into in, in terms. Not because the Democrats weren't the ones that um, were the ones that put that got the baby formula off of America's shelf, and then we went and bought it from another country to put it back on the shelf. Um, you know, it's not the Democrats that um, literally cut off artificial fertilizing, uh, artificial fertilizer. None of those. Apparently, none of that. None of that. None of that's. None of that has anything to do 
with um, uh, uh, the women of America needing to vote Democrat this year. So that within itself is fucking retarded. Okay, and President Biden doesn't speak for um, uh, the mar- the marginalization. He doesn't speak for the rest of the women in America. And um, if he does, let me know. God in heaven, please let me know if he speaks for every single women in America. You know, if, I didn't know that every woman in America wants to um, wants to pack the Supreme Court. I didn't know every woman in America wants to overthrow the government. I didn't know every woman in America wants the right to abort such to the extent that they will literally overthrow the fucking government of America. I had no idea that if America does not, that if the women in America do not vote Democrat this election, then that means they will be, uh, that, then that means they will lose rights to marry who they choose like the gaslighting that's coming from these guys is honestly astounding. I mean, just listen, listen to this shit. And this is about and this is about twenty minutes, guys. And I'm very, very sorry. Um, like sometimes it is very, very hard for me to articulate myself, and sometimes I tend to go off on tangents, not using a correct terminology. What I'm trying to say is the President Biden and the left, the left Democratic Party gaslighting women and making them believe that if you do not vote Democrat, well, then you're going to lose all your rights. You're going to lose your right to marry who you want to. You're going to lose your right to your reproductive anatomy. You know, that's that's like, just imagine what the youth are taking that is in. I guess that's what I'm really, really trying to say. You know, imagine all the youth that can't agree with their uh, their moms because they're too right wing. They can't agree with their dads because they're too left wing. You know what I mean? And then they're hearing this from our president and now they have it on their mind. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Well, it, who cares if if I, my beliefs come from the left side or the right side? I better just vote Democrat because I'm so scared. I'm so scared, and it's and it's been like this every single ever since the transcript got leaked that they were going to overturn Roe versus Wade. The first thing that the mainstream media did, left at least on the left side of the things, and I'm trying my hardest not to get caught up on the left side, right side paradigm. But the first thing mainstream media did was to start gaslighting and and lying to the American people and telling the American people, oh, Roe versus, they overturned it. Now uh, women are back in the 18th century. They can't have abortions anymore. And it took state representatives to be like, and Republican, unfortunately, it only came from Republican state representatives. It took Republican state representatives to say, no, like... You can still have your abortion here. We're, um, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're going to be passing some laws here soon. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be putting in some regulations into abortion and stuff like that because we don't believe that we should have a nation that thrives off of killing the innocent. And that is the innocent. You know, I go on Twitter all the time and I see like copious amounts of people that just are so enthralled like of satan satanism and like they'll have groups on twitter just left and right and, and mothers and and teachers one teach one teacher uh, in particular i got into it with um not got into it with in a bad way but we got into this little argument match on twitter and i go on her twitter page and she's talking about justice uh, for women's anatomy and lgbtq this and all this and that, man. And I go on her Twitter, and the first thing I see is pedophilia. And I'm not using that as a euphemism. No, the first thing I literally see is 
Shakespeare's uh, notes on pedophilia and why pedophilia should be changed in America's eyes. I mean, it's it's like gaslighting. And then uh, and then and then further down your scroll, here comes a Satanism. You know what I mean? Uh, Satanism is Satanism should be the religion of America. I mean, like, what is going on in our heads? I mean, it's, it's it's literally mass formulation psychosis where people are literally so brainwashed that they see these groups on TV, like what, like what we see in Hollywood and stuff like that. You know, we see these groups on TV and we think to ourselves, you know what I mean? They're part of the group. You know, how could they not be? You know what I mean? They're rich. They're famous. No, no, no. These people that we've seen on TV, like these Hollywood stars and this and that, guys, they're not, they're not, uh, by any means, part of the group. They're not. They're puppets. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think after Laura? Why do you think that whole debacle with uh, uh, Lawrence Larry King and the uh, Franklin scandal? Why do you think it was so easy for that cult just to throw away Larry King? You know what I mean? As long as you don't speak, you'll be all right. But then, but then, but then, when Jeffrey Epstein got caught, oh well, oh crap! You know, Gisley Maxwell was talking. And they knew Gisley Maxwell was going to talk, but they couldn't get to Gisley Maxwell because uh, the U.S. Marshals were already protecting you, uh, Gisley Maxwell. So they couldn't get to her. But Jeffrey Epstein, he's already in prison. It's really easy to pay off a guard because, after all, if he finds out his wife is talking, Jeffrey Epstein will definitely start talking too. But no, he gave up the list. He gave up the list. He gave up the little information that got uh, that got uh, the little information that uh, now is getting redacted. By the Supreme Court, they're redacting the information, and according to them, it's an effort to, to um, uh, it's an it's it's national security. I mean, a, pe- a pedophile ring, ladies and gentlemen, let this sink in. A pedophile ring is national security. Let that stuff sink in. And like I said yesterday, you 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 want to if you think this is just now happening, and you know, don't be such a conspiracy theorist. It's not like this. You know, this has been uh, this has been going on for a long time. This has been going on for a very very long time. These type of uh, pedophile rings, these type of cult, uh, satanic rings operating within your military institution, within your educational board committees, within your national resource committees, within your political spectrum. Yes, this was going on for a very, very long time because prior to the Jeffrey Epstein Island, it was the Franklin scandal, the conspiracy of silence. Prior to that, it was the Kittler experiment. Prior to that, it was the freaking. And prior to that, it was the Third Reich. Only they practice it through eugenics and maladaptions, man. Like these, these type of cults have been operating within our institutions for a very long time. And it's not just America, okay? It's not just America. Um, um, if you look up uh, where eugenics came from, you can actually trace it back to America. It started uh, uh, 18, um, 1898, I think it was. Maybe 1898 or 1870. Six, I cannot remember. I'm sorry, um, uh, but the start of eugenics, the start of the practice of eugenics, started in America, and and, and technically speaking, eugenics wasn't really, really a new um, a, a form of um, a form of uh, a form of like, almost like a constitution. Um, eugenics, that ideology comes from the um, comes from the. <clears throat> Uh, the the German the German Empire that comes from the um, and when I mean the German Empire I mean like the German kingdomships the uh, French kingdomships the 
the Wales, uh, the Wales royalties, the British royalties, all of these people, they used to practice, and it went even further. That. Like if you trace, if you do research on the Aztecs, ladies and gentlemen, they were practicing a different form of eugenics before it was even called eugenics, ladies and gentlemen. It's this cult-like mentality that's been around for so long. And holy crap, we need to go on breaks. So we're going to go on break, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to finish back up with uh, President Sloopy, uh, Sleepy Poopy. And then uh, we're going to get to um, uh, the Japanese Prime Minister getting his head blown off. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. My name is Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs, and uh, I'm the owner and creator of Subliminal Message Studios. And um, thank you very much for joining me once again. And uh, I want to continue on with uh, uh, President... Biden's shot heard around the world to the states. Um, it's funny how as soon as, it, it, like, it, with all this talk of civil war, um, uh, civil war rhetoric between um, uh, between the states, between Democratic states and Republican states, it's really, really funny that now we're starting to see civil war legislations being pushed through, um, one of them being by President Biden. That's he, he's pushing through right now. Now, what he's saying is uh, the Supreme Court made their decision off of a, a, a off of a Supreme Court or off of a Civil War document that was prior to Roe versus Wade and I'm saying he's gaslighting and that's that's just honest to God not true okay um, every judge every Supreme Court judge every every um, uh, every group of judges that get together when these kind of situations happen they look at Supreme Court cases all the way back from the freaking 1600s and up. It's not like they just stick with, you know what I mean, what's going on in today's current trend. If that was the idea, if that was the mindset of a Supreme Court judge, then, well, first of all, I would never, ever, ever want that to be Supreme Court judge to only be um, litigated in the mindset to what's going on right now as, to, as compared to what's going on in the world as a whole. And what's happened throughout history, which is why I am a firm believer in history. I'm a firm believer if we do not, if we continue to ignore history, if we continue to forget our history, we will be content. We will continue to repeat it, ladies and gentlemen. But um, without further ado, um, let's get back to um, President uh, Sleepy Poopy and his uh, rhetoric, ladies and gentlemen. practically dares the women of America to go to the ballot box and restore the very rights they've just taken away. One of the most extraordinary parts of the decision, in my view, is the majority rights, and I quote, women, it's a quote from the majority, women are not without electoral or political power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so, end of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political, or, or maybe precise not and or, or political power. <laughs> you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. What the hell? Or for that matter, Republicans who for decades have pushed the extreme agenda have a clue about the power of American women. But they're about to find out in my view. It's my hope and strong belief that women will in fact turn out in record numbers to reclaim the rights that have taken from them by the court. Let me be clear. While I wish it had not come to this, this is the fastest route available. I'm just stating a basic fundamental notion. The fastest way to restore Roe 
is to pass a national law codifying Roe, which I will sign immediately. He meant to say woes. He's running through the track with his woes. That's what's going on here, guys. Extreme Republican governors, extreme Republican state legislators, and Republican extremists in the Congress overall, all of them have not only fought to take away the right, our rights, but they're now determined to go as far as they can. I want to put this on pause just real quick, guys. So, um, because I want to talk about um, uh, what he just said, uh, you know, um, the the rhetoric of, of extremism. You know, these extreme Republicans. You, you see what I'm talking about by them using these key words like extreme, gun violence. You know, um, social equity. You know what I mean? These are these are literally just made up terms, and they're not quantifiable. It's not like you can put, and I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a mathematician. I hate math, and that's not the God, honestly God truth. I've never been good at math. Um, it's not to say I, I, you know what I mean. I'm, I can't learn and progress in math. Everyone can progress in anything that they try. It's just math has never been one of my strong points because I have never personally tried at it as much as I believe I should. Um, but what I do know, uh, I, I'm more or less a reader. What I do know is there's no way that I could I would be able to identify the problem when it comes to social social inequity um, or, or what he just or what he just said um, there's no way I would be able to identify even as a um, uh, even as a I'm not a story anybody but even as a reader I can identify extremism simply because what's extreme to you may not may not be extreme to me What's extreme to me may not be extreme to you. So for, I mean, and we could say, and we could identify extremism as, well, we're talking about people going to schools and shooting them the hell up. Yeah, that's very, very extreme. But then we need to get into details, don't we? Okay. And who is involved in the shooting? Was there any drugs involved? You know what I mean? And if there are any high psychotropic drugs involved, is it really extreme for him to be doing what he's doing considering he's on those type of drugs? You could easily argue, well, he probably wouldn't have done it if he wasn't on those uh, on these type of psychotropic drugs during the shooting. He would have never done it if he wasn't zapped up by Xanax, Zoloft, all types of different other you know drugs that we haven't even heard about now because the pharmaceutical companies only push them to key doctors and then they have those key doctors push them to their patients and then wait for the adverse events and then they never you know what I mean they never put them into documentation or anything they never report them. Until the reports become so fundamental, like what happened with Oxycontin, the reports became so fundamental. News, the news media's are starting to talk about it. You can you can hide it anymore. But these, my point is, it's these words, it's these key words like extremism, extremism, gun violence. You know, extreme extreme Republicans. You know what I mean? And and, and I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to be biased here and say that the uh, right side. Uh, the right side of the media, uh, the mainstream right side of the media, isn't doing the same thing. Uh, you know, radical, radical uh, Democrats. You know what I mean? The crazy, you know, crazy radical Democrats. You know what I mean? It's either way, it manifests in our mind in a different dialect, which produces that separate, that which produces us to separate amongst each other. You know, because immediately we start marginalizing each other, and so well, you know, this person is just too extreme. The fact of the matter remains this, okay? No one is going to say anyone's extreme if another country invades us, okay? 
I'm not going to be called a conspiracy theorist or extreme if another country invades us and it just so happens to turn out that I'm the only person in my neighborhood with a maximum amount of, amount of guns. Suddenly, in my, suddenly, everyone in my neighborhood is no longer calling me extreme or crazy. Suddenly, everyone in my neighborhood is like, man, thank God for this crazy, extreme, crazy, tinfoil hat wearing mother effer. Now, is that still extreme? This is, um, and this is exactly why they're using these terms because it's unidentifiable to the mind, and it leads the mind up to the, uh, up to its own conjecture of what they deem extreme. And you can add into the um, uh, the socialization of uh, education systems and, uh, and and of the media systems that drive the narrative that yo it could only be extremism, it could only be the gun violence. It, it would never, and if and if anybody is to blame, then it's you. It's 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 that way every single time in the media. You know what I mean? I, I mean, for crying out loud, it wasn't like two weeks after the, um, not even two weeks, maybe a week after uh, the Twin Towers got blown up, where news media websites were actually blaming out Americans because we weren't keeping our borders uh, safe enough. We didn't have tents. We didn't have uh, good enough security at our um, at our checkout lines. And then we put a bunch of TSA TSA groping grown men that just love touching. Uh, touching, uh, touching, and fondling little children, and fondling uh, and fondling people. They just love it, and still that didn't that didn't help anything. That didn't ha- help terrorism, because now if you haven't realized, oh well, now terrorism's here. <laughs> you know, we we oh we, we saved our we saved our checkout lines at our airplane at our airplane depots. We saved those, but you know, terrorism has made its way into America. Okay, if that's the case, then can we get rid of the TSA? Can we get rid of all these restrictions on our on our on our on our um, on our um, on our planes? If terrorism is inside of America, then who cares? Our borders are already wide open. Like at this point, you know what I mean. At this point, it, who cares about terrorism? Like it's not like we're really really trying to stop it. But I mean, I don't, I don't know, guys. This is. I just really really want people to understand that these key words. You know, gun violence, you know, extremism. These key words drive the narrative in the mind, but hold the mind up to conjecture to whatever else is out there, whatever else is considered extremism. And, and then if you get up with a group, if you start with that group mentality and the group is overall weak because they're not strong as individuals, then what do you think is going to happen? You're, you're going to have riots like George, you know, the George Floyd riots all for two years. They the the riots themselves hurt and destroyed more people than George Floyd, the the police and that whole debacle than they, it ever could. Completely no no common sense. Not to mention like during those whole riots, the only real thing that I think they really did significant is firebomb the police station, and then do it to the courthouse. That was the only real thing that they did significant. The rest of the time, it was them destroying each other. Like if I am a if I was a globalist or elitist and I was watching that. My job is well done. You guys suck. You, that's your idea of revolution? Going to burn down your neighborhood? That's, that's your idea? Way to go. Way to go. Oh, man. You know what? Yeah. And, and I own those insurance companies, by the way. So I'm, I'm getting ready to make guap. Like, duh. You just, you, either way, I win. You're not going after the people that are actually in control of the money. <laughs> You know what I mean? God forbid you start protesting the IMF freaking reserve. You know, God forbid you start protesting the Federal Reserve. 
God forbid we start uh, we stop paying taxes to the IRS and actually start paying it directly to the state and not the IRS, considering the IRS was never legally put into place. I mean, God forbid we actually start doing things to separate ourselves away from the elite oligarchs, the, the elitists that are in control of this world. And of course, they have their puppets, you know, they have their puppets and they have their armies, you know what I mean? And this is not going to be done without bloodshed. All right, uh, let's get back. Let's get back to um, President can't change my underwear and his uh, uh, rhetoric and uh, you know what he's talking about about women's rights and reproductive anatomy and how and how I'm gonna uh, execute this uh, executive action into making sure that women can kill their babies because it's all about self uh, sacrifice, self sacrifice. You know, it's all about self sacrifice. It's all about it. Oh really? How does that make any sense? You're talking about killing babies but you're saving lives? No. Eugenics. Eugenics. So did you hear what he just said? I'm going to go back to this just real quick. I'm going to replay it. Did you hear what he just said at the end? This is my judgment. Judgment. This is my judgment. That's that's key. If you didn't hear that last part, I'll replay it for you one more time when he said, that's my judgment. Meaning this that's his opinion. The way he is portraying the situation with this 10-year-old girl that, 10-year-old girl that was raped, the way he's portraying it is his judgment. That's his opinion. Now, you see how this double tongue goes in a fucking fact? Like, they just... Here, I'll play it for you one more time. To Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. That's last part is my judgment. Ten years old. Ah. Ten years old. Got it. My judgment. That's your opinion. Yeah. Already traumatized. Was forced to travel to another state. Imagine being that little girl. Just I'm serious. Just imagine being a little girl, ten years old. What the? Does anyone believe that in Ohio's majority view that, that should? Ten years old. Uh. All right. So just to give you guys a quick little note. I'm going to keep it fast. I'm about ready to shut this guy up because I want to go to some other news. But just to give you a quick little note about that ten-year-old that was raped. President Joe Biden is not telling you that she was raped by an illegal immigrant. An illegal, that's okay, illegal immigrant. An illegal immigrant. The someone that came here in, into America illegally, grabbed that 10-year-old up and raped her. Okay, now details matter. This is what I'm talking about. And this is how they get the American people so emotionally strung up on everything that doesn't matter. Details 
Could it be that if we would have closed our border, maybe that 10-year-old would have a fighting chance of not getting raped by Felipe? All right? Or was it Carlos? I don't know. And I don't want to hear any kind of racism about it. I'm Mexican, all right? And I don't, I don't, I, I, I always get so, I, I find it so hilarious when someone blames me of being racist. I honestly, you have no idea what I sound like when I get angry. Believe me, it doesn't sound white, okay? And not to mention, I'm not going to go into my family or anything like that, my, you know, the racial side of it, man, but just, it's, Details matter. So he's going to tell you about the 10-year-old girl that got raped, but he's not going to tell you that she was raped by someone that came in here illegally. Now, open borders sure causes crime rates to skyrocket. Why do you think the state of Texas right now is ready to set to declare an invasion? Like, it's not freaking rocket science is what's going on, guys. All right, let's continue. A sleepy, poopy... We'll secure the border then. I can tell you what I know. Did you just get done smoking crack? What is wrong with your lip? Anything is much more extreme. Court's decision is already received by Republicans in Congress as a green light to go further and pass a national ban. National ban. Remember what they're saying? They're saying there's no right to privacy, so therefore it's not protected by the Constitution. So we left it up to the states and the Congress what they want to do. And now my Republican friends are talking about it, getting the Congress to pass a national ban. An extreme position that they're taking in some of these states. <laughs> that will mean the right to choose will be illegal nationwide if in fact they succeed. Oh no. Let me tell you something. As long as I'm president, it won't happen. Because I'll veto it. Well, the choice is clear. If you want to change the circumstances for women and even little girls in this country, please go out and vote. When tens of millions of women vote this year. And did he just say, okay, hold on. Now, that's a little too fast. Okay, so he's saying if the states using their, use their sovereign constitutions of the state, if the states wants to put in their own their own laws and regulations. The president, uh, the president that can't seem to find his way anywhere. The pre- same president that has no cards for him. Every single time he does a speech, the whole time he, I've been watching this speech, I've kind of been wondering, and I've been paying attention to as he's been like looking down to make sure he's got all the words correct and stuff like that. And then this, and then you have Kamala Harris. On the, I guess technically it would be the right side, and then I don't, I can't remember who this douchebag is on the left side, but he's over here smiling because even he can't stop to laugh with the bullshit that's coming out of this guy's mouth. Like how, how, how are they doing this? Let's go back to it. Bro, I'm ready, ready to cut this stuff off, guys. We're taking up the fight alongside them to restore the right to choose and the broader right to privacy in this nation, which they denied existed. And the challenge from the court to American women and men, this is a nation. The challenge is go out and vote. For oh. God's sake, there's an election November. Vote, 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 vote. Consider the challenge accepted, court. But in the meantime, I'm signing this important executive order. I'm asking the Justice Department that much like they did in the civil rights era, to do something, do everything in their power 
to protect these women seeking to invoke their rights. In states where clinics are still open, to protect them from intimidation, to protect the right of women to travel from a state that prohibits seeking the medical attention that she needs to a state to provide that care. To protect the woman's right. All right. Yeah, that's enough of that. Medication. Okay, guys. So, um, all right. So, I don't. I don't know if you caught that, um, but he's he's asking the Department of Justice, the same Department of Justice that's involved in the cover up at the Uvalde shooting. By the way, he's asking the federal government to protect criminals that are going to go kill their baby. This, what I mean by that. Do you know how many different variables are in that situation? And do you know how fast a shootout can happen between the feds and a state police now? Let's say if you let's say if you're a woman and you just got done beating or killing somebody and you're pregnant and you want to go get an abortion and you have a warrant in that state. Well, now the feds can take you to another state, extradite you because they want to protect you under your woman's right. Well, if if I'm a policeman in that state, I don't give a shit about any of your protection. You should have thought that protection before you killed somebody. You are staying in here. You are staying in our state. And that's how shootouts happen. I don't think people realize on how uh, dangerous of a situation that President Biden just put us in. And if you guys think it was the Supreme Court that put us in the situation... Are you kidding me? We just got done going through two years of a pandemic, two years of forced vaccination, two years of everyone being brainwashed to wear a mask because somehow a piece of cloth is going to stop you from a deadly virus. Like we haven't watched a movie. What movie have you watched where they put on a mask and it saved everybody, ladies and gentlemen? Just just tell me. And I don't want to hear anything about the new movies that they introduced now. Like they introduced, they introduced this movie Bird Box and the only way that they could survive was by covering their eyes. Papa, put the way. Papa, put the way. That's like that's that that's that's the the extent of stupidity that they want to drill into the people's heads. And and, then, and if you ask any scientist that's actually about scientists, and you ask them, hey man, like what like what size of a particle is this COVID nineteen vaccine? Oh, well, it's about a million millionth 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 a tiny blah blah blah. A tiniest of little particle. Okay, so these masks work. Well, technically, uh, technically, they're not going to stop the uh, virus from entering the system. If anything, they actually act act as infection braces because you cough in them, you sneeze in them, you freaking get sweaty, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Unless you plan on changing your mask every single five seconds, every single almost 60 seconds at most, even after 60, uh, 60 seconds, the bacteria that gets built up on that mask is overly disgusting. So if, if, if you guys really think that um, uh, we're not in a very dangerous time, especially the states, especially the states, because of, because we have seen, because maybe maybe they got away with killing state troopers here in the state of Nebraska, like you know, they did with Cardora during the uh, uh, Franklin cover-up. Maybe they got away with killing state troopers back then. Maybe the feds got away with it, right? But if they try that shit nowadays, if they try that in you know other uh, other American states with other police guys, and, and and how and how awake a lot of our police force is, they're not going to allow it, okay? And if and, and and but you know then again they might. We've allowed this much, you know what I'm saying? We've definitely allowed this much. So um, you know uh, we might guys.
I don't know how else to say this. You know what I'm saying? We might. Um, but I, I, I want to play this. Uh, technique tonight to reverse type two. Oh, for crying out loud! Sorry about that, guys. Um, I, I want to play this video, guys. There's a new video release uh, uh, that's came out of the Georgia Guidestones, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I, I honestly kind of I want to make fun of it a little bit because everyone was thinking that maybe you know what I mean, like maybe is uh, you know. Um, Whoever did it, obviously, was, uh, don't get me wrong, obviously knew what they were doing, okay? But um, now that I'm thinking, now that I, after watching this video and a few other videos that I've watched involving the Georgia Guidestones being blown up, uh, I think this was, I, I, like, not to say it was planned, obviously it was planned, but I think this was planned uh, by their own people. Like, I think they meant to blow this up, not not just to cause attention towards the Georgia Glides, uh, Guidestones, but I think this was mentally done to put the more put to put more of the extremist belief into people's eyes that comes from the Republican side. If you haven't realized that the right wing side, they haven't it's it hasn't been us that have been going out there and shooting up everything. There hasn't been much the media has been able to really really pin on the right wing. You know what I mean? On the right wing people, on the Republicans, on the conservatives. There hasn't been much. That we could, you know, that the media has been being able to pin on them. Right now, they're doing it with Roe versus Wade, but it's not really, really working because the majority of women in America, they actually know the reality of abortion. You know what I'm saying? And they actually know what abortion actually does to the body and the type of mentality it brings in women. So they don't want abortion to be legal like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think they, and this and this is my actual opinion. I think they mentally. I think this came from the same group that created them. You know, uh, Bill Gates, Ted Turner, and the rest of them. You know, the um, uh, the eugenic uh, eugenic population, if you will. But I think it was them that mentally blew up the Georgia Guidestones because it it does pin one more thing and it pushes one more extremist ideology into the right hand side. Where now, oh my God, now uh, right wingers, um, now right wingers. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, I'll help with that later. Um, now, now uh, to to like you know what I mean uh, to the younger generation or to the people that are uninformed. Now, when they see that video, obviously their minds go into my God. The right wingers are going to start blowing stuff up. You know what I'm saying? Or they're going to they blew up the Georgia Guidestones. They're so extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that's a mentality that's really, really trying to drive. And I think, honestly, I think that's exactly why they um, they, uh, they they blew him up. Now, could it be of some, uh, could it be of uh, some, you know, lone wolf or something like that? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It, it could also have been, uh, you know, someone that was involved in some type of militia. My opinion still stays the same on the Georgia Guidestones being blown up. It happened. I'm not going to... Whether or not I think it was a good thing or a bad thing is completely moot. I think we need to stay focused and continue to inform people. I think we need to um, continue on this path of... On, on the path of, uh, of good and only fighting the good. Because if we pay attention to this Georgia Guidestone debacle, the more that's going to be pointed towards us. That's the more people are going to get in their heads. Oh my God, these right wingers are blowing these freaking monuments up. You know, and le at least during the riots, they just tore them down, but they're blowing them up. You know, like it's that mentality. So I, I'm, I'm. This is probably going to be the last, uh, last time I'm going to cover. I'm going to follow, uh, follow the, um, the story. I'm going to follow the story absolutely. If you know what I mean. If anyone gets caught for it, and then I'll, I'll report on it. But this is probably the last time I'm going to be really, really going into detail of what my opinion is. 
Um, the the creator of a, uh, the Georgia Guidestones is Ted Turner. He was the one that got uh, Bill Gates into eugenics. But um, I want to get to this video, and this is a new release video. Um, and it actually shows the person uh, uh, supposedly drop the bomb off and then run away. But I just really, really want to make fun of it because the video, it's... Re <laughs> like, if you ever try to really, really hide something, you would play the video like they are playing it right now. So let's, let's go to this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to it. We have new video tonight as authorities want to figure out who blew up part of the Georgia Guidestones. Now this video isn't the best quality. Slow it down. But the DBI says it shows a person leaving an explosive device at the structure to figure out who blew up part of the Georgia Guidestones. Now this video isn't the best quality. We want to say that already, but... Is it just me or am I the only one thinking to myself like, okay, are you going to slow it down at any time soon? How do you expect the people of America to identify that suspect? You're speeding it up like five times over, dude. Like it looks like it, that looks like the roadrunner placing the bomb on the Georgia Guidestones. I can't tell who I can't tell who the hell it was. And the ironic, the the, the, the ironic, the irony of this whole thing is you're asking for people from help. I'm sorry. What the hell did I just watch? Slow it down. The DBI says it shows a person leaving an explosive device at the structure and then running. Tonight, the Elmore County District Attorney is promising to prosecute whoever is behind this. Well, this one section of the structure was actually damaged He's, for safety reasons. So just real quick, guys, I'm going to uh, back that up. Um, if you guys saw that light flash during that explosion, let me know what you guys think. But check this out. Uh, and uh, Owen Shore over at, uh, over at InfoWars, he, uh, he uh, mentioned this, ladies and gentlemen, um, I looked. I looked into. I did a little research in there. Um, honestly, I, I can't. I, I have no idea what it is. There are uh, there are Pacific type of uh, explosions that can uh, be caused by a lighting source, but from what I can, from what I could, from what I read online, um, none of these uh, lights that have uh, an engagement of explosive, they don't have that type of uh, um, a potency of what we see with the Georgia Guidestones. Um, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But check this out one more time, guys. And I'll show you what I'm talking about. You see that? Look at this. Right there. Bam. So that light, that light actually engages before um, the explosion. It's probably it's 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 five milliseconds, but that light actually engages. Um, what I mean by engages, it brightens up before um, the explosion goes off. Um, now, like I said, I, I, I researched a little bit uh, last night. I could I stayed up till freaking three forty in the freaking morning again last night and had to wake up at eight. Um, uh, but I, I researched it a little bit and I couldn't find anything definitive. I know, I know the military was working on explosives that can be, that can be triggered by high intensities light of light sources. But what they came to find, what they come to find out uh, through experimentation was the lighting source itself didn't have that type of potency and couldn't detonate, um, detonate the explosive that they're trying to pull off. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that that's, that's what was going on with that light, ladies and gentlemen. What I am saying is how in the hell do you expect the people of America to identify this person when you have them? Like, it, 
the video literally just like speeds it up. Like, what do you want us to identify? All we see is someone like running like hell and the video actually speeds it up. Like, we don't even see anything. We can't identify anything in this. What the hell is this? Slow it down. So guys, yeah, um, like yeah, and let, and let me know, uh, let me know what you guys think as far as the Georgia Guidestones goes. Um, I, I know a lot of people have um, a lot, a lot of people have a lot of um, uh, difference of opinions when it comes to it. Like I said, a lot of people think that um, you know what I mean. It's, it was just the most horrible thing, and it should have the Georgia Guidestones should have stayed because it was a symbolism to uh, our oppression. It's a symbolism of what we're going through. Um, other people think you know what I mean. They're they're like, oh heck yeah, you know what I mean. We should have blown those up a long time ago. My opinion is is still the same. My opinion is mute, uh, moot, and mute. It mean it means I don't have an opinion in it because it does not matter. Um, even if I, even if I was the one that did it, okay. Of course, I'd never tell anyone. But even if I was the one that did it, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell anybody. Tell anybody. So whether 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 I think it should have happened or it shouldn't have happened, that's completely moot. I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why it happened. Um, I could give my opinion and say uh, whether I like or not that it happened. Yeah, sure. Honestly, I think it. Sure. Yeah. Do you know how many other? Do you know? Just, seriously, do you guys have any other any any idea how many different monoliths are out there in in America that were made by the eugenicists back in the back in the eighteen nineties, early nineteen hundreds, nineteen eighty five, at the Denver airport in two thousands? Like, do you know how many different other murals that they've created? How many different other structures that they've created, like the Georgia Guidestones, all around America? I don't think the Georgia Guidestones being blown up is is like the call is like you know what I mean is the point of argument for us. That's all I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, uh, and before I get into some uh, more news, uh, I want I wanted to get into this. Uh, so, basically what uh, President Biden is telling the uh, women of America to do, and, and what their plan is to do is pack the Supreme Court. So even if they lose by a majority, which they will uh, during uh, midterms and the new election, they would definitely lose. The Democratic Party just definitely will. Because even the Democrats that are on the Democratic side, even they don't want to vote for President Biden. You know, Even they don't want to vote for the Democratic Party because they also see that the, the divisiveness that comes out of their political party and how they literally just want revolution. They want war with everybody that doesn't agree with them. Now, uh, the Republicans, they just want war with other countries. I don't know about you, and this, and I'm talking about rhino Republicans. It's not, I'm not talking about us. We are not the rhino Republicans. We, if anything, a lot of us, a lot of us are being called conservative Republicans. I hate that term. Um, I myself identify as a radical Republican. Look that term up. And yeah, tin foil me hat right there, ladies and gentlemen. So um, but just to get this uh, real quick, uh, to give you guys a key character on uh, who's really, really progressing this push into the into uh, packing the Supreme Court, who's really uh, just one of the characters that's pushing us through. His name is Brian Fallon. Um, now he was um, a, a 
Fallon was a Democrat, a Democratic insider um, prior to what he's doing now. But right now, he's Brian Fallon is the guy that's working with Senator Chuck Schumer, Attorney General Eric Holder, uh, nominee, uh, what used to be nominee uh, Hillary Clinton uh, in, in the past, ladies and gentlemen. And it was his Dep- uh, demand justice group that got the nomination, the successful nomination of Catania Brown Jackson. So these are just one. I'm just giving you one key players of some of the things that they're trying to do. And this is one of his quotes. So um, I wanted to remain in politics and be a part of the effort to stay uh, to stave off the worst of Trumpism. And I wasn't quite sure what form I would take. The issue space that was most unattended was this one. And it was the era where Trump was arguably having the biggest impact in terms of his ability to confirm hundreds of extreme young, extremely radical Clarence type type thinkers. So. Brian Fallon is in the midi is in the middle of infiltrating, of having his uh, groups like that come from the Demand Justice, um, uh, and it's an advocacy, uh, advocacy group, um, and they ded- and they dedicate them- themselves to reforming the courts. So it's it's these type of groups that are going into different type of states and pushing through their left uh, left leaning uh, cult like thinking people into into your educational board systems into your natural resource committees where the idea of climate change and, and you know and, and social equity is always on their minds you know what i'm saying who cares about inflation? It's like asking Janet Yellen about inflation. You know what I mean? She's a secretary of treasury, and if you ask her about inflation, the first thing she does is no go away. Asking me about inflation, I'm worried about real issues. You know what I mean? Like it's, and then if you ask her what the real issues are, she says climate change, all right, social equity, gun reform, and gun violence. You know what is gun violence? You know I'm a hundred percent. If if guns are the day that guns get into a freaking uh, a, a, a hayback, the day that guns get into a lowrider by themselves. Go to the store, get a 40, come out of the store, drink that 40, and then start jamming out freaking Bone Thugs and Harmony and go down the street and cock their own gun, you know. I don't know how the hell, you know, they're, you know what I'm saying? That The day that firearm does that, I crap you not, ladies and gentlemen, I will, I, I will be the first one that says, yeah, we need to get rid of all these, we need to get rid of these firearms. Actually, we don't. We don't. Actually, you know what? Screw banning them. How about we roast every single firearm? Because I, I ain't about to be going outside of my house, watching some AR-15 drive a Lamborghini, drive past me, and 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 flick a bullet out of his chamber, which would be another form of giving me the middle finger. I ain't, I'm not down with that. That's not about to happen with me. But that's not what's happening. Guns aren't freaking getting into their uh, lowriders and going down the street and drinking their forties. They're not listening to freaking to to a little baby and then and then banging heavy and then banging uh, loud gangster music, going out every single freaking day, getting totally slashed drunk, killing people with uh, killing people with their cars. Like that's not that's not happening. Uh, but just to give you guys a, a little uh, update on that. And now I want to get to some uh, some uh, Japanese news, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the, the Japanese. Uh, so if you uh, don't know, ex-Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe assassinated. He dies at age 67. Yeah, after a campaign shooting, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just state this right now. Um, I'm seeing everyone, uh, you know what I mean? Everyone... 
almost all of our political spectrum say uh, a flag should be lowered at half mass. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, he was not a saint. He was a very bad person. He was a very, very bad person. Yeah, um, uh, and I mean bad person, like uh, detaining, um, uh, detaining people and killing them in ditches. I mean bad person, like literally setting women up uh, in hospitals and taking their babies away from them and forcing them into military indoctrination. Shinzo... Eb was not a good person, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know why. Uh, uh, once, but this also goes with the brainwashing. You know, um, uh, the Mer- uh, Americans were we're so uh, we're so ignorant to what is really going on in different parts of the world. Like if you if if this was if this was last year and he would have died, I guarantee the media would not have been saying shit. We would have been saying anything about Shinzu Abe being such an honorable and a uh, uh, great person, okay, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to show you guys a clip of a uh, clip of the uh, um, a clip of the assassination. Um, uh, you know, and uh, I, if you are a young audience, guys, this is a very vulgar clip. So um, if you don't have a strong uh, stomach, turn your heads. And some breaking news tonight, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe collapsed on stage during a campaign speech, bleeding, and was in heart failure after apparently being shot in western Japan, according to NHK Public Television. Witnesses say they heard gunshots while Abe was making his speech. NHK says he was rushed to the hospital. Uh, it actually shows the device that he fired um now this is where I actually can um so I'm gonna stop it I'm gonna stop it right there guys and I'll, I'll play it. I'll, I'll go back to playing it ladies and gentlemen but this, this is this is where I actually can uh, use the knowledge I have about firearms uh, to go into it so guys I've actually seen those devices op- um, being operated and in, in, by the NBA a long, long time ago. And you actually look those type of devices up by soldiers that used to talk about them. They're not, they're, they're basically like birdie. They're basically like bird beaters. Um, uh, like big shotgun pellets. Like think of a 12 gauge shotgun and what that does, the spread of that only amplify that by 12. And that's exactly what he had in those tubes. So that first shot sprayed Everything around uh, sprayed everything around Shenzhou. There's other, now there's reports of other people that got hit by the pellets that came out of that. But that second, that second shot, pellets right to the back of the head. And you can actually, and if you, uh, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go play it back a little bit. 
And you can actually see um, the pellets hit his head. I might have to go back further than that. Uh, and you can actually see the pellets uh, hit his head, guys. But um, yeah, that was a bird. That was a bird beater. Like the the shells that were in that thing, and and, and I'm not and I'm not I'm not saying that it wasn't um, homemade. Obviously, it, it may have been homemade, but I've seen those uh, same things. I read a lot. I've, I read a lot of biographies out in Vietnam with soldiers. Um, I have some uncles that uh, 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 were around that era, and um, it behooved me to read about what was going on in there. What I do know for a fact is those things were being operated by the NVA. I mean, they like there's been there's pictures like you can go look at them, look them up on the internet where those type of devices have been operated by the NBA plenty of times before on our own soldiers, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm gonna go back to it, guys, so you guys can see it, and we'll play it from uh, I think what do I got the about the 26 second mark, ladies and gentlemen. But I want I want to play this so you guys can see that second shot and when he when that reaction hits. You know what I'm saying? That was a bird shot, and this lady here. I'm just gonna go to that second screen. So this lady right here, you can see how she gets impact from the second beat. So let's go to this. See? So I just want you guys to see uh, what was shown real quick, and I'm going to pause it. So you see that? All right, so guys, so these types of devices, because there's a handle actually on this, you can't really see it. You can only see it if you, um, because of the, well, you can't, because of the camera angle, so you can't really see it. But there's actually a grip on this thing, and I can't tell if that's right there. You can kind of see the handle, you know what I mean, right here. But uh, there may be one in the back. But these devices, you can kind of tell there's that bear right there. And what they do is they put these larger form of 12-gauge buckshots basically in there. And I'm sure they feed it with different type of, um, you know, different type of pellets or something like that. But what they feed, they feed these little buckshots in there, and then... You know, one, two. That's why. That's why uh, reports are coming out that other people were hit by um, uh, little pellets as well, because these things are they they don't aim they don't aim worth anything. They're literally just you know what I mean. They're, sh they're shotguns. You know, they're bird beaters. You know what I'm saying. Uh, a long time ago, you could actually buy these bir uh, bird uh, these uh, bird busters 
which is actually what they're called, bird busters. Um, you'd actually go to the store and buy these bird busters. They were, they were, they're, they're like this. They're like the. Like if you want to shoot off an M203 grenade launcher, a bird buster is this next step down. Okay, and um, that's basically what uh, what we're seeing right here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, at least that's that's what I, that's what I see it as. Um, let me know in the comments of what you guys see it as. But uh, let's go back to this now, and we'll keep on playing. I got it. Okay, so you see how there's, you see this right here? He's got shrapnel all in the back of his head, back of his chest. That shrapnel hit him everywhere, guys. Yeah, those. Sound like a pissed off liberal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. That's really, really weird. Why'd they? I just want to play that back again. Uh, why are they covering the body right here? Now I, I'm not. Now this is. I'm not going to start off with a conspiracy theory about it. I'm not going to start off with that, ladies and gentlemen. That is not what I'm saying. Okay, I'm. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just. It's. It's. It seems to me when um, uh, everything was caught on camera, and why would they go out of the way to cover up? Uh, let me go back to it. Why would they go out of the way to put this big tarp over Shin, uh, um, Shinzu uh, Shinzu Abe's body? Like every, everyone, everyone knows he was the one that got shot. Why go out of your way to um, put a huge tarp on his body? I, I'm I'm not saying that maybe it wasn't him. It may, maybe that was a, a, a you know um, a, a clone. You know what I mean? Not like an actual clone, but a lookalike. Maybe that was a lookalike they got hit and. Uh, or maybe that was him, and they're gonna transfer bodies. I don't know. Everyone, uh, from what I from what I'm hearing, he's dead. He's a, he's assassinated. And uh, 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 you know, but anyways, guys, I'm, I, I keep on getting caught up on my words. Let's just get back to it. No tarp now. 
So they put a tarp over his body in the beginning, and then what? What sense does that make? There's some breaking news now coming in. The former. Okay, so what? What sense does that make? They put the tarp over the body as they were putting him into the uh, helicopter, and then when he arrives at the hospital. No tarp, no nothing. They just, you know, take him out of the helicopter like it's normal and stuff like that. You know, I mean, not like it's normal, but they're just, you know, no tarp over the body or anything like that. What was the reason for them them covering the body when they first put him into the helicopter with this huge tarp? Everyone saw you get wasted, dog. I I, I don't know. I don't know. This is, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying. Japan has reportedly been shot. Japanese media is reporting Shinzo Abe was attacked during a speech in the western city of Nara. He is said to have been taken to hospital in cardiorespiratory arrest and bleeding from the neck. NHK reports a male suspect has been detained. Shinzo Abe served as Japan's prime minister from December 2012 until 2020. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, best case scenario. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one thing, one thing I am going to say, and I'm going to keep on saying, uh, keep on saying, um, Shin uh, uh, Shinzu Abe was definitely, um, uh, he was definitely not a saint. Um, that guy um, was a major, major, major um, criminal, especially to his own people. Um, there's been multiple accounts of the United Nations warning Japan to stop killing your own people. Stop killing your own people. Stop forcing women to have sex with your police officers. There's a big prostitute ring that's going on in Japan. Uh, it's, it's, let's just say Shinzu, Shinzu Ab was definitely not a good person. I'm very, very, I, it's, now hear me out. I'm not saying that's, it's horrible that he died. I'm not saying that's horrible that he died. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I just don't believe us as Americans need to be lowering our flag to half mass. Okay, this dude was not a saint. He was a mass murderer. If you go to parts of Japan, they will tell you the same. Oh, I'm sorry. The parts of the Japan that you can go into because if you because only only they say what you do in Japan, right? It's not it's not a democracy out in Japan. It's a freaking dictatorship, ladies and gentlemen. But do you guys want to get into um, you know, the possibilities of who may have killed him? I kind of do. But just to give you guys a rundown, so um, uh, Shinzo Abe, Japan's longest-serving longest prime minister, died at the age of 67 Friday after being shot during a campaign speech in western Japan. It was a shocking attack in a country that has some of the strictest gun control laws in the world. Oh, let me let me read that back again. It was a shocking attack in a country that has some of the strictest gun laws Gun control laws in the world. So, guns, uh, strictest gun laws in the world, and a, a president gets assassinated. Hmm. So, if the president can get assassinated in a country that has some of the most strictest, strictest gun control laws in the whole world, and the president can get killed by a gun, Hmm, I wonder how the citizens of Japan fare up when it comes to those gun laws. Hmm. Yeah, they're dead. So Abe was shot from behind minutes after he started his speech Friday in the city of Nara. He collapsed bleeding and was airlifted to a nearby hospital in Nara. Although he was shot 
not breathing and his heart had stopped. The Associated Press reported he was later pronounced dead after receiving massive blood transfusions. Police arrested a young male, uh, a male suspect identified as a 41-year-old Tatsua Yamagai at the scene of the shooting in Nara. According to Chief Cabinet Secretary Horozuki Matasuno, officials said he, he had said he used a gun that was clearly homemade. And they confiscated similar weapons and his personal computer when they raided his nearby one-room apartment. The Japanese broadcaster NHK reported that Yamagami worked for the Maritime Self-Defense Force for three years until around 2005. He said he wanted to kill Abe because he had complaints about him unrelated unrelated to politics, according to NHK. Police said Yamagami, uh, Yamagami Gami was responding to questions and he had admitted to attacking Abe. So, uh, okay, first of all, uh, him being uh, working for the Maritime Self-Defense Force until, two th- uh, until around 2005, that's not, that's not a, a flag. That's not like throwing red flags to everyone right there. If you guys don't know uh, Maritime uh, Self-Defense Force, ladies and gentlemen, well, don't worry. We're going to bring up something for you, uh, something for you guys right now. So uh, the Japanese Maritime Self-Defense Force, abbreviated uh, JMS, JMSD-5, also simply known as, as the Japanese Navy, is a maritime warfare branch of the Japan Self-Defense Forces, tasked with the naval defense of Japan. Okay, so that's not throwing anybody off all. Um, uh, you know what, guys? Here, I'm going to group this all together. We're going to go on a quick little break, guys, and we're going to follow back up with this, ladies and gentlemen, because I think this has everything to do with the Vatican assassination, with the CIA that just got done assassinating Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe. And if you're wondering why I'm saying that, well, we'll go to a quick break and then we'll we'll get back to it, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, let's go to a quick break and then I'll see you soon. Well, you know, he did. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me once again. Um, I'm your host, uh, Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs. Uh, I'm the owner and creator of Subliminal Message Studios. What I do is uh, fight the New World Order and expose the secret societies using historical knowledge and Christian values that I believe we should all hold dear, ladies and gentlemen. And um, uh, in our second hour, we are discussing um, the assassination of uh, uh, Shinzo Abe. And um, a lot of of people here in America are... Putting our putting our American flags a half mast due to his assassination attempt, and, or due to his assassination. Well, I want to give you guys the reality of uh, Shin Su A because he was nothing, um, uh, nothing of a saint. Uh, the Japanese people did not like Shin Su A. Okay, he was not a saint amongst the Japanese people. Okay, just to give you some, uh, just a little statistic of what was going on in Japan. In uh, September of 24, uh, 2021, 50 cases, uh, 555 cases of human trafficking were cleared in Japan, resulting in 553 of those cases uh, all being arrested. Now, that year, they found an astonishing statistic about 95% of the arrested suspects were all cases of Japanese nationals. 
Now let's get into the sis, uh, more more statistics. In Japan, in Japan, human trafficking is abundant. Police are often often uh, police often force themselves on whatever woman they choose during police raids, and or and or take them completely out of their house, leaving the uh, leaving the children to be raised by the father. The fathers are then told either you raise these children, the uh, raise these children the way we want you to be raised, uh, raise them, or you'll take the children away and they will be entered into a military program. That's in uh, that is a uh, law in uh, Japanese uh, uh, Jap- uh, Japanese. You know what I mean. That means that if they decide that you need to be part of the military, they come and take you away from your family, no questions asked. And this has been happening for a very very long time. There's been an iron dome around Japan for so long. We're just now figuring out. It's the same iron dome that's been over North Korea. It's the same thing, but just. Give you guys some more uh, more traffic. Japan has been a major country of destination for human trafficking, especially uh, to its notorious sex industry. Women and children are trafficked to Japan for commercial sex and then sold throughout the world. Here's another one. Uh, the government reported allocating more than 3.5 million yen for sheltering trafficking victims compared with the 3.4 million yen and 3.5 million yen for male trafficking victims, ladies and gentlemen. And these are all these are all statistics. I, I, I'm going on. I'm on Wikipedia right now for crying out loud. Um, we have uh, the diplomat.org. We have www.statistic.com. We have we have uh, stategovreports.com. We have the federalgovernmentreports.com, and they're all reporting these same type of statistics. Where Japan has been used uh, for a human for a trafficking zone for a very very long time, and very much used as a sex trafficking zone in Japan itself. That's why if you have, if you have actually ever went to Japan and actually went into their inner cities, that's why you see these almost uh, sex uh, sex like downtown areas where they'll have um, uh, computers that artificially simulate uh, a man having sex with a woman. A lot of a lot of men actually opt in to go to some of these downtown areas and have sex with an artificially uh, an artificial program instead of women because they they themselves have been you know so brainwashed and the women uh, have have stayed sexualized but they brainwashed the men and they've made them feminine. So that's why in Japan their populations same as same as China. Going straight down, way way down, and this is also the, one of the reasons why uh, Shinsu Abe was one of the main carriers or couriers when it comes to the human tra- sex trafficking trade in Japan. So much so that the United Nations and uh, and uh, human activists actually were having websites put up on Japan telling them about the human trafficking service, uh, human trafficking uh, that's going on. Just one of them is the Global Ministries uh, org, human trafficking and the sex trade. That's just one of the groups. Uh, another one of the groups. Here, let me go on. Another one of the group is uh, BorganProject.org. Another one of the groups is um, Change uh, Change Gravitimes uh, org. There's uh, GV, uh, government.net human trafficking uh, as slash j- uh, japan.org which is an organization that works with the Salvation Army in rescuing prostitutes and taking and bringing them into America through a different slex, uh, sex trade uh, sex trade you know that's why that's why that's why you see on the internet with these male uh, the, the female order brides what do you think is going on there that's human trafficking that's legal human trafficking right there ladies and gentlemen and a lot of these people are coming from different parts of the country and they get brought into Japan 
and then they get bought and sold out of Japan. I'm not lying about this. That's why I covered. That's why I wanted to cover the Franklin cover up uh, earlier, ladies and gentlemen, is because of uh, stuff like that. But um, let's just play this one more time, just because it's uh, just because why the hell not? I'm telling you that. That second shot is what killed him. That first shot pierced him. He didn't realize it. Yep. Yeah, that second shot, that first shot, um, I think that first shot did hit him. And I think that's why he like that's why he just stayed still because he didn't he knew something just happened. He didn't know what. Now that second shot is what actually probably hit him in the back of the head, or you know, hit him in a place where you know what I mean. It caused him to feel the actual uh, the rush. That because the first thing, okay, real quick, guys. Um, you know what you guys see in a movie where someone gets shot and they're like, ah, you know what I mean? Or they like fly like twenty feet back, or someone gets shot and they immediately, oh, I'm hit. And like that's. That's not that's not how it actually happens. That's not reality, okay? And I know that for a fact. Okay, that's not reality. I'm a, a nine times out of the ten times you don't even know you're shot. Uh, you don't even know you're shot until you you start to feel um, what feels like lava going through your veins, not your body, but your veins. And then, you know, you kind of start putting two to two together. In my case, I did this, and then, oh, my God, blood everywhere. Where did this come from? Oh, okay, I can't breathe. I have, you know, I have a, a bunch of bullets in me, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, so, guys, I want to get into um, one of the possibilities of why uh, the uh, Shinzu Abe was assassinated, guys. And those of you who don't know, this is exactly why we need to remember the history, remember what happened in the past so we can better prepare for the future and and not repeat it in the present. So I don't know if you guys knew about this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So last September, the Vatican renewed a 2018 accord with Beijing that gives the Pope final say over the appointment of Chinese bishops, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the deal established a formal dialogue with Beijing after decades during, the, uh, during which Chinese Catholics faithful to the Pope were driven deep underground. Now, what does that have to do with um, Shinzu Abe's murder. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is what it has to do with Shinzu Abe's murder. Is this dire warning that Beijing just gave out prior to him being assassinated? And and Beijing. Well, you know what? I'm not going to put word in their uh, words in their mouth, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to play it for you guys right now. So let's go to it. So we go ahead and let this whole little Oh shit, I'm on camera. Hold on.
It was provocative and it was violent. Okay, I, I just want to replay that. That that what he just said was a lot more subliminal than what you guys know. I want you guys to pay attention to what he's saying because you have to realize these. Uh, first of all, Wang um, uh, and a lot of uh, uh, Wang, uh, which is the uh, head speaker for the Chinese government when it comes to a diplomatic process here in America. And um, these guys are all type uh, Wang. He's part of the Red Dragon Society. The Red Dragon Society is an offshoot of the Skull and Bone Society. The Red Dragon Society basically is a Skull and Bone Society that is involved heavily into the Chinese government, heavily into Beijing, heavily into Taiwan, heavily into Japan. These these secret societies. That's how they. That's how they work. You know, like it, they they don't want they're not going to bring American uh, American form of skull and bones to the Chinese. They know it'll never be accepted, so they use infiltration by trying to uh, tr trying to introduce another secret society that is the same thing as a skull and bones, but they just call it something differently, something that procures more to that culture. You know what I mean? Um, but guys, uh, listen to the words that he is saying because they use they use these key words. They use they're very smart with the wording that they use. It's very intentional and it's very very subliminal. So listen to what he said just one more time, guys. All right, so, okay, guys. So I also, all right. So now I want to get to this, ladies and gentlemen. With that dire warning, with that dire warning, brings uh, the Vatican resolution between Beijing or China and the Vatican. What we know about the Vatican, the Vatican is barely deeply embedded with the CIA, almost uh, almost since their conception of the CIA uh, bringing up uh, upbringing, ladies and gentlemen. This is where it gets even weirder, though, guys. So Pope Francis, to make a deal with Jap uh, Japanese Prime Minister, along with Beijing, prior to the assassination. This is National Catholic Register right here. This is listen, listen. To this Pope Francis says he hopes Vatican-China deal will be renewed. The Vatican-China agreement was the first signed in September 2018, and then renewed another two years in October 2020. Pope Francis said he hopes the Vatican's provisional agreement with China 
on the appointment of uh, on the appointment of Catholic bishops were renewed for the second time in October. The Vatican-China agreement was, was first signed in September 2018, and then renewed for another two years in October 2020. The terms of the agreement have not been made public. Pope Francis spoke to Reuters about the China deal in a 90-minute interview. Now, uh, he also included his health, resignation rumors, and the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And September, and I want, I, I just, now I'm going too fast for myself. These are the things that he's saying, that some of the things they covered, uh, covered health, resignation rumors, and the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Now, seven bishops ordained before the 2018 agreement have also had their position regularized, uh, regularized by the Vatican. Pope Francis said the appointment of bishops under the deal in China is going slowly, but they are being appointed. Japan is also getting involved through this slow process. He said the Chinese way and the Japanese way should make a good partnership because the Chinese have that same that, that sense of time that nobody else can rush them. Father Bernardo Cavallar, former editor-in-chief of Asia News told CNN last year that the bishops who have been nominated and ordained are close to the Patriotic Catholic Association. The Catholic Church is still in need of around 40 more bishops in China, according to a Cavalier. Now, guys, it goes even further than that, ladies and gentlemen, because if you guys don't remember what happened uh, back in 2018 as well, on October 26, 2018. So while Beijing and the Vatican Church was making this uh, closed agreement, because it's it's closed, they're not releasing what was in detail of the actual agreement, but we know what was on the actual agreement. It involved China and Japan becoming, uh, becoming partners. Listen to this. Japan's leader goes to Beijing, What's at stake? And um, uh, what you're seeing on your screen is uh, the picture of them two associating. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe of Japan is in Beijing for a three-day visit. The first Japanese leader to make an official trip to China in nearly seven years. The visit represents a chance to move beyond the tense relationships between the two countries in recent years and their recent of ho- and their history of hostilities. Mr. Abe reached trade deals with China and committed to stable relations in a day of meetings Friday with President Xi Jinping and, Pri- and Premier Li Keqiang. China, uh, Japan and China have a bitter and bloody history dating back to World War II, um, ladies and gentlemen. But guys, and it goes even further than that, ladies and gentlemen. These deals, the deal that China and Japan directly made was for trade routes and was for partisanship of their militaries. That is one of the things that the Vatican, that Pope, uh, that, that the Pope, uh, Pope Francis in uh, Beijing or the Chinese military were discussing. So now with this assassination of uh, a Japanese Shinzo Abe, what I'm thinking is Shinzo Abe backed out of the deal and he was killed for it. Because the globalists are in the middle of setting the Chinese military up to be the world power of the world, meaning it's no longer going to be the United Nations. And I called this out a while ago. I told you guys that uh, that China and Japan are going to start hooking up. North Korea and South are going to, uh, North Korea and South Korea are going to start hooking up. What do you think that's going on right now? And all this is going on while Germany and Ukraine suck each other off. Russia, Germany, and Ukraine start sucking each other off. Iran and fuck uh, Iran and Syria are making arms deals. Who's arming the entire planet? Two gun manufacturers, Lockheed Martin 
in Myanmar manufacturing. They're playing the whole world against each other, arming both sides while they sit there and create backdoor high fives with each other during fucking grill outs. Okay. And I'm and, and and I and I get called and I get called a conspiracy theorist online. I'm into arguments with this one lady over in Nebraska having free electrical gridding, or having Nebraska, or Nebraska has uh, has a, a public voting system in it. Lady, every vote is public. Yeah, you can vote in our electrical uh, in our uh, in our um, um, electrical board committees. You can vote to be on the committee. Uh, you can vote to be on the board of um, uh, the Nebraska Electrical Grid. Yes, you can vote. You can cast your vote. You will get vetoed out by the private sector because the way the regulations work within our natural resources boards of committee, the way it works in our Nebraska energy sectors, while it remains public and to public and to public taxes, it is not controlled by public vote. Private institute, private, private, the private board member. I have a video, guys. Go to my Twitter feed. There is a video of our um, of our executive chairman on our natural resources committee. He's at, he acts so smug when he gets asked how does how does voting happen with our natural resources committee. He acts so smug. Well, thank God. Well, I'm the elected chairman, and then he gets asked, well, how does voting happen with a new elected chairman? Oh, well, I mean the elected chairman votes him in, which thank God I'm the elected chairman. Yeah, no public vote there. It's private vote. More than likely, the, the boards, the boards, the people are on the committees. They're the ones that have the actual say of who gets voted in onto the committee through private voting. Private, uh, the private board members have the right to veto out public votes. It happens all the time. Why do you think OPPD has stayed with the monopoly for so long? If it did not have private vote, then they would not be the monopoly that they are. I'm not saying that they rely on public taxes and public support to keep going. But there is a big difference between a company that relies on public taxes and public support to build their company up and then public and private voting. There's a big difference between that. Why do you think some of the same board members on, on OPP or on our, or on our Nebraska electrical grid, why do you think some of the same board members have stayed the same for almost over eight years now, almost over 10 years? One member has been on there since the early 2000s. So are you sure you want to continue with this path of, oh my God, you're wrong, Leo. Listen, okay, listen, I don't need to lie to anyone about any of this shit. I don't need to lie about any. I didn't need to lie to you guys about Delta, about causing tremors, hallucinogens, about it causing testicular cancer, about about all the troubling effects that come out of smoking Delta. I don't need to lie to you guys about anything. And I'm sick and tired. I got Senator fucking Weissauer calling me fucking crazy, telling me that there's no effects of Delta when the fucking Senate is having fucking adverse events hearing about it on fucking YouTube. And I'm getting called crazy? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Excuse my language. Yeah, I know. We're taking... No, yeah, we'll play this whole. We're gonna definitely take this off of live and move it over to Spotify. We'll take, you know, we're just gonna move this whole video over to Spotify. You know, we'll just play. Yeah, we'll just play it like that. Um, but what I'm what I'm trying to say to you guys is uh, this assassination with uh, Shinzu uh, Shinzu Abe. What it looks to me was that was a CIA assassination. 
that uh, may have been because he's he backed out of the Vatican deal that he was supposed to be a part of. He was backing out of the Beijing deal with them setting up military collusions with each other. Okay, this is Washington Post for crying out loud. I reported on the North Korean leader, uh, North Korean leader, and the South Korean leaders bugging up with each other over a month ago for crying out loud and now lo and behold south korea thinks it's, it'd be better to do to have different deal trades in north korea like why it's i'm not i and it's not that i know something that anyone else doesn't know I, i'm literally just following following these secret societies following the members i'm listening to what these members are saying like i want everyone to realize that these people that speak to us these people that we watch you know the uh, foreign advisors, you know what I mean? Car swabs. They use very key words for a very, very, very purpose. It's for a purpose. They don't just go on there and just wing everything. or They, they don't just go on there, write a speech down, and then sway themselves away from the speech. They stay on point of the speech because there's something within their speech that they have written down that is not for the public because it will not get recognized through the public. Most of the general population has no idea what double tongue is. They just think it's something demonic, and when you get possessed, that's when you start talking in multiple languages. That's not double tongue. Double tongue is the, is 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 the is saying something that is false, calling it true, and then denouncing the truth right after it. It completely psychologically f's the brain because it leaves the brain with the idea of, okay, so it happened, but this is the reason it happened. Oh, but. The real reason why it happened is because of this. Now that leaves the brain with a uh, with a complete unconscious and the inability to drive common sense back into the head. You know, because you force people to believe in, in in something that's so far stretched. It's it's like it's like when they talk about uh, the, like how it's like when they say inflation doesn't matter. Like, what are you talking about? Inflation doesn't matter. When did inflation not matter when it comes to a dollar and a debt? I have no idea when common sense went out the door with that one. And once again, I am not good at mathematics at all. Like, I'm not. Um, uh, uh, what I do, but what I do know is there's certain things that do not change. Okay. Now I'm not to say I'm not saying that um, there are there isn't uh, new tricks that happen throughout our time. It's like when it's like when I hear someone say you know everything's changed. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's not that everything's changed. Laws have changed. Yeah, uh, the tricks of uh, murder has changed. Yeah, but murder is still murder. When you die, that's still die. Now, which type of death did you uh, did you uh, did it happen? That's it regardless, man. When you murder someone, whether it be through rape, whether it be through nuclear fallout, whether it be through vaccination, whether it be through bullet wounds, whether it be through stabbing wounds, it is still rape. Or it is still murder. I'm so sorry. It is still murder. When you rape someone, uh, uh, you know, whether that be through forcing, through drugging, through, you know what I mean, whatever the case may be, it's still rape. It's still rape. You're still forcing on yourself on another person. And they and they give you these different terminologies nowadays. You know, they they give you these different terminologies. Oh, well, this wasn't this wasn't murder. This was a passionate a, a passionate crime of of death. You know what I mean? Uh, his his wife was cheating on him, so he murdered her because he was you know so in love with her that he just couldn't stand it. Okay, yeah, sure, I don't sure sure sure. It's still murder. When you take from some, uh, when you rob a man, it's still robbing. When you burglarize someone, it's still, when you take from another man, it's still robbery. It's still, it's still, you're still being a thief. When you hurt somebody, you know, you're still hurting them. Everything, everything, it's not that everything has changed. It's just, 
we've allowed different terminologies on what has stayed the same. Murder is still murder. Love is still love. You know, I've never, never read any story where I've never heard like, oh, well, this wasn't your form of love. This was my form of love. It's like when I hear uh, it's like when I hear the excuse from the LGBT group that you just don't understand our type of love. Uh, what? Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you what are you talking about? I'm 100 percent sure love is love. If you love another person, that's just love. I don't care if it's gay love. You can you can put whatever distortion you want on there, want on there. But love is love, and it has been love has remained the same ever since the existence existence of time. Murder has remained the same ever since the existence existence of time. Taking like you know stealing from another person has remained the same since the existence of time. There's certain things that never change. Now we can we do we present them in a new light? Do we call them different things? Do we present them in a different formality? Are other stories implicated on those situations? Yeah, that's what happens when you progress throughout future. But has murder changed? No. When you say someone you love, when you when you when you love someone, has that changed? No. It does not matter the sex. It does not matter the the weight. If you love that person, you love them. And uh, I, I don't know, guys, maybe I'm just going off on a tangent. But um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, a short little segment, only, you know, two two hours and uh, about not even a half hour, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I just want to touch base with you on that, like, you know, guys, because we are getting so far down the hatch. I mean, it's just... It, it's it's just got to go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it, it really, really, really has... Um, and not to mention, uh, uh, not to mention what's going on and um, uh, out uh, out with the Dutch. Um, for crying out loud, the the I'm looking at some of the pictures of the farmland protests. I'm actually gonna see what we got going on right here. Maybe I'll play a little bit, a little bit of this for you guys. Apparently, um, police are um, shooting at kids um, during the Dutch protests, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, this is happening. Holy Christ. Uh, he's got to change that, man. He's got to take that off, bro. Uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Give me one. Hey, everybody. Josh here is in a world alternative meeting. One second. Let's see what this guy talks uh, is talking about. Okay, so these are these are some of the... Um, uh, this is some of what's going on out with the Dutch uh, Dutch protests with the farmers. They're blocking off streets. They're blocking off railroad, uh, railways because of, the impl- because of the laws they put on nitrogen. They're literally starving people. And this is a difference between nitrogen and nitrate, okay? There's a very big difference, guys. But let's go to this right now. I actually want to see what this is all about. Yeah, during, uh, ever really, but during a supply chain crisis, <laughs> try to get rid of one-third of all farms in order to stop pollution, quote-unquote. Wow. These people are either really stupid or evil geniuses, and I believe it's the latter evil geniuses because no one could possibly be that stupid. And of course, there's video coming out of agent provocateurs coming out of police-issued vehicles and causing riots, causing violence at the protests. It's all too familiar. All too familiar. Dan Dix from Press for Truth did the film Into the Fire back, I believe, in 2010-2011 on the riots in Toronto, Canada, and caught on video police dressed up in plain clothes, causing rioting, burning cars, etc., so they can come in 
and trying to declare full-fledged martial law and do arrests. Yeah, we've seen that. You know what I mean? We really this have. We saw that. getting so crazy. We saw that uh, during the, uh, you know, during, uh, oh, oh, actually, I shouldn't say during, almost every riot that we've had, we've saw, we've seen some type of uh, F- FBI provocateur or police themselves that dress up like the rioters and then start the riot themselves, and then they get dressed up back in their police uniforms, and then they go in and start, you know, beat everyone up and, you know, arresting everyone, you know. But um, uh, that's that's some that's uh that's some crazy, that is some crazy uh bill spit that that's happening, ladies and gentlemen. But it really does show um, really really does show the um, uh, the danger that we are in because what's going on? Like I said, what's going on right now is we have people that are literally just picking at our um, picking at our basic human instincts, which is why everyone is starting to lash out. At one another, instead of the people, instead of the people that are actually putting in this position, we're running uh, massive Stockholm syndrome. But I want to get to this. This is a Planned Parenthood employee um, that Itchy. goes absolutely ape, uh, ape shit for um, uh, assault. A pro-life activist assaulting for uh, assaulted for urging Louisiana facility to stop permitting committing abortions, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go to this video as well, guys. Um, oh God, I guess I was going to cut this uh, cut this off, but I mean, hell, let's go to this as well. Let's find out what's going on with uh, out in Louisiana. It's just fucking standing there with his gun like he gives a fuck about. ain't taking my phone. You stealing my phone? Hey, can I get my phone back? Huh? Look, you're, you're gonna assault me? You're gonna assault me? Huh? Can I get my phone back, ma'am? I mean, wow, did you hear what she just said? This, I mean, people are out of their fucking mind. Like, literally, this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. Explain to me. Someone's got to explain to me and how any of that's okay. Okay, you have your beliefs, right? Um, you know what I mean? You you have your, uh, your, have your ideologies. 
but then attacking the person and then having and then having the group come around knowing full well this and this shows the brainwashing that we're under other people saw full well what she did that man, I, as far as I can see, he wasn't flipping anyone off. He was is is the 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 voice that I heard was very very um uh, uh, genuine, right? It was very genuine. But this lady comes out with a stick and hits her. I'm telling you right now, if that ever was, if I don't, I, I wouldn't care. I'd got it on video camera of me punching her square in her fucking mouth. Okay, and then and you know what's sad about that? If he would have reacted the way I just said, which is doofully right, okay, anyone that comes at you with a stick, hitting you with a stick, especially a stick like that, she hits him hard enough on the on a Pacific part of his head, concussion right there, possibly death. And then the rest of the people knowing full well that's wrong, and instead of, instead of being like, no, you can't do that, you know what I mean? You, you can't do that. They all chose to blame it on him because he had a, a different opinion, and not to and not to mention that they all saw what happened, and instead of addressing the uh, the, the addressing the issue. Which would have been like, okay, you know, here's your phone back. Please just leave. You know, this is getting out of hand. No, they just look at him and say, oh, well, you shouldn't have been here giving your own opinion. Like, what the hell kind of world are we living in? Like, honestly, what kind of world are we living in? And and like I said, you know what's worse about this whole situation? If he would have reacted in self-defense, those police would have showed up there, been the white knights and stuff like that. And they would have took him to jail. Oh, you can't hit a woman and stuff like that. It would have had, he would have been taken to jail and then it would have had, it would have had to go through a whole court case. He would have had to show the footage of him, of, of her striking him with a freaking with a uh, um, uh, uh, with a with a, a pipe with a pipe type of stick, and then her smashing her phone down, and then then preventing him from even him getting his own property. How many laws did that woman just break? Uh, is she going to be arrested at all? And if she would, and if he would have used self defense, and he should have, he should have. Everyone in, or everyone around there would have been like, oh, you racist. Oh, you racist. No. And this is the type of brainwashing that has to stop. Everyone is wondering why I'm calling this stuff out so much. It's not that I have a problem with the LGBT, uh, with, with whether you're gay or not. It is the ideology. It is the cult-like ideology that uh, a lot of the youth and a lot of the left is under. They have this cult-like mentality where as long as they're not the ones getting it hurt, getting hurt, it doesn't matter who else is getting hurt around them. As long as they're getting what they want and they're not getting hurt, it doesn't matter what's else, what else is going around them. Like, you know, and they believe in these, in these hip, hypocritical ideas. Like, first of all, climate change. I've literally looked at most, I, I go on social media uh, platforms all the time, obviously because I have them, but I go on there and I scroll, you know, and I hear different opinions and um, I, I always, I always, you know, I'll go to their profiles and I'll see what else they're talking about and stuff like that. Nine times out of the 10, the same people <clears throat> that are talking about climate change, I go on their, I, I go, I go check out what else they're talking about. Maybe I can agree on something else that they're uh, talking about. Maybe I can find agreement with these person, whether or not I'm going to mention about it. That's most of the time I don't, but I go on their profiles and lo and behold, they're talking about climate change. Lo and behold, I see their rooms and it's dirty as hell. Lo and behold, they're one of the most wasteful people in the planet. I'll see them going out to restaurants and they'll post like, I mean, I ordered the whole menu, can't finish any of this food. Guess I'll just throw it away. And then, and then they'll go on and then they'll go out of the way the next day to talk about climate change. Like some of the most wasteful people talk about climate change. It's completely redundant and it's completely stupid. My, I'm not going to call this person out. Um, 
I'm not going to call this person out in the detail because it is someone that's uh, close to me, but this person believes in climate change. And uh, uh, she is uh, the most wastefulest person I probably have ever met. Like waste food to the extent she'll cook like a meal for like 15 people. And there's only three people in the house and she'll just waste all the food. And then the very next day she'll get all pissed off about climate change. What are you talking about? It's like that video of this one lady that carried 24 pounds of saran wrap literally just to create a hammock around a bunch of different trees. And then I go on her Twitter feed and lo and behold, she's talking about climate change. What, what are you? I mean, and I'm not trying to call out people for what they're doing personally. That's not my mentality. I'm just saying like common sense has got to be added into this at some point. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying, guys. But um, uh, that's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast. I ended up going on a tangent and uh, bringing up some more videos, guys, for you guys. But that's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast here. Um, always remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for all my most recent updated information, you can always find it on Anchor and or Spotify. I always post my videos on Rumble as well. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, we are in the middle of creating a brand new Facebook page for Subliminal Message Studios. And we're going to be starting to add, you know, add people on and stuff like that. But look out for that as well. We are not going to be able to set any links up on the page because it will immediately get restricted and taken down. But we're going to be posting uh, all of the new information that we're going to be reporting on prior to us doing the actual upload. If you're an audio listener to it, just you know, keep on listening on uh, Anchor. If you want to listen to all this on the video and you just want to have a video uh, aspect to it, then uh, you know, go on Spotify. There's a video on there, ladies and gentlemen. We were one of the first, uh, one of the first tens of thousand people that had the video feeds on Spotify. Um, we entered in basically when uh, uh, Spotify was when they were first uh, introducing videos for them. They sent out emails to all, uh, all all certain people. You know what I mean? And I was just happened to be one of the tens of thousands that they included on making videos. So thank God for that. And and a lot of people are uh, catching on as well. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much for putting up with my um, uh, F words every now and then. Um, uh, we have to, honestly, we really, really have to stop. Because I've had a few comments and they've said, you know, I actually like your, you know, like, like the like the cussing. You know what I mean? It's a lot more uh, realer. It's a lot more, you know, uh, blatantly in your face. Um, I, 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 I'll try... I'm not going to say I'll try my hardest to drop an F-bomb every now and then, but just, just FYI to some of my listeners, guys, we really have to stop uh, cussing because we're getting ready to go on, uh, like, re getting ready to be on the radio a lot more than just an hour, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting ready to be on the radio hopefully a lot more than uh, two to three hours um, every week, and hopefully we can get on there once, at least one or two hours every single day. So we're going to have to start, you know, watching our language uh, honestly you know um so uh you know please don't shy away if we drop the language out i know like i said i've, I've had a few comments and they've actually told me like if you're not going to use the f word or if you're not going to use cuss words and really bring that <clears throat> that vulgarness out then i probably won't listen to you <clears throat> I'm, I'm i i can't i have to think about the broader uh, aspect and uh, the broader aspect of giving this information out and giving these different prospects out and unfortunately curbing my language is just something i have to do in order to do that so please forgive me when it comes to that but that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for joining me always remember stay armed stay strong and i will definitely i will definitely see you out there thank you very much guys